right? What happened there? Why'd the video that was, stop? What? What? <laughs> that was like a weird fade. Take two. <laughs> Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. You know what that means. What does that mean, JPJ? Tell them. Did we figure out the intro? I think so. We got Have Guy popping in here early. Let's go. Breaking budgets and breaking intros every day. We got Sierra coming in saying hello. We got our buddy HCW Sports saying what up, dudes. But you know what it means, Pluggo. It's another episode of between two beards episode number 97 yeah we're almost to that elusive 100 my math is correct that's we are we are we're almost there we're almost there pluggo yes sir you know what a week man dude can we start off with the biggest news of the week the rats lost baby Seven took him down. It's over. I don't expect him in our stream tonight. I'm on a celebration. I got my bubbly, a little bit of the bubbly going. Oh, I spilt it all over me. Sparklers, the gimmick they stole. They lost to seven. I'm done with the rads. I'm so excited about that. Poured one out for them. Let's go, baby. That was the biggest news of this week, right? Like, I mean, nothing happened of any substantial. Sierra getting like, insane. Boo rads. You know, that's right. Sierra's that's in right. it. Sierra's in it. Hopefully it'll burn the house down. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, make make sure that is completely out. It is. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. I got a bucket of water I hope right so. here. I hope Safety so. Safety first, kids. It now smells like sparkler in here. I know Spencer's pissed. It smells like sparkler. Yeah, that's not good. That's not it, good. Well, it smells like sparkler because the sparkler is gone. I know Spencer doesn't like fireworks, but the rads lost. Boo them, rads. Let's go. Famous, Famous last, last words. words. It is all, all out. out. It is all out. Yes. Uh, it's all out. It's all quite a week, it doesn't matter, baby. But I guess so, I, don't, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Like nothing really happened this week. Yeah. Ben saying who's handsome, his balls and rocking monster hogs and sparklers. These guys, that's who, you know, it. Ben, 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 always good to see you. Love, love your support. You, love you, buddy. We just love um, Ben in general. Ben is the man. Yeah. Go check we'll out get- Uproar. On Crossbody Pro Wrestling Studios on YouTube. That's a good time. That's a good hour of television. And like, like Ab Guy says, it was, a, it was a pretty quiet week in wrestling. I don't know how we're going to get yeah. through. Yeah, listen, guys, we're here chatting. for you. I don't know what you guys want to talk about. I mean, yeah. since we left you last week, like I just blew my wad. The Rabs losing was the big news of the week for me. Well, I guess we could just call it early tonight. If you yeah, want. Yeah, five-minute show. We're doing a five-minute show. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what we're doing? Uh, no, it was a monster monster week. We have WrestleMania to talk th- talk about. We don't get recap. We don't get paid by the, the fallout. We get paid by the show. So five minutes, five hours. We're getting paid. It's true, it's true. But we have a WrestleMania fallout to talk about. Obviously, big news: the WWE was bought 
by Endeavor. Vince is back in charge. There's already the sale is already under investigation. Uh, so we got that going on too. We got to talk about night one, night two, the Raw after Mania, which was maybe one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Brutal. Woof. An absolute dog shit episode of Monday Night Raw. This is terrible, Brutal. Man. We're supposed to. Oh, we got. Oh, speaking of talk. seven. Speaking of seven. That's right, baby. Got it done. We've been talking that shit. I don't know if you were just in here, off? TJ, but we. Pluggo set some sparklers off. He was so excited that you guys took out so the reds. I was so excited that you guys won. I lit off sparklers in honor of seven. We had a party. Go seven. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, yeah. HW Sports. Sierra I did popping sit, in saying that as well. Seven. I did sit down with him on Tuesday. We chatted about some local wrestling and just life in general. Beauty. That's you nice. Were, you. It was a last minute thing. You were streaming, so I hopped in with him. But it, he, we definitely have discussed that we got to do it together. Get you and do the whole beers thing. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We got D Cody or D Coat saying Graymaker Wrestling said to check you out. We love Graymaker. Graymaker, go check him out. Doing go check games, him out. Blair if you're here Wheels. and you don't know who Graymaker is, go check him out. He was on a couple weeks ago. We did some stuff with him as well. WrestleMania week, but we have WrestleMania to talk about. Do you want to start with WrestleMania? We or should we talk about we... the sale and the Vince stuff first? Because it all. You know, can I just say in we general, it all, the whole week, right? So when we, this is how I always do this. We're going to definitely you, be talking WWE, the, the, the most of the show. We're going to do the AEW stuff after, but mania and Vin, like, this is going to be what we're starting with. But it essentially we, we left, we left on Thursday with high optimism. Hope. We had Ella J on, we did our WrestleMania preview. We're full of optimism. Everything's shaping up to be good. Friday night was fun. SmackDown was good. The collective's going on. It's a good weekend of wrestling. I mean, I watched so much wrestling this we week. We had a great show ourselves. I love wrestling. Then we obviously, yep, but... like, Friday, it was just, yeah. Go ahead. I'll let you go. Do your thing. I was just going to seven, baby, all day. I'm so happy that the Rams lost. It makes me so happy. Um, But I was going to say, so then we get into Saturday. This is where shit gets, this is where we kind of get, okay, so we're here, we're Saturday. It's WrestleMania Saturday, right? We're pumped, we're hyped. It was a fantastic program. Yeah, night one. I and like how I don't I just think said, you can tell the Vince Endeavor story without just starting with WrestleMania night one. So that's what we're gonna do. If you guys have yeah. questions, comments, anything you want to talk about, anything from the wrestling week, whether it be the collective, whether it be mania, whether it be the Vince stuff, AW, whatever you want to bring into the chat, whether it is seven or the rads or all the other great performers. On L the LPW card, there's a new title coming for LPW, the Scramble mm -hmm. Championship. And my guess what? My next interview, he talks about that. Talk later. But anyway, so let's just start there. We'll start with Mania, but if you guys want to talk about anything else, put it in the chat. But so night one, JPJ, go. I know you're I know you're revving to talk about this. Well, I was just gonna say, and Hab Guy addressed it in the chat, like. After night one, after Saturday, I was I was feeling real good. I was like, that was a great night of WrestleMania that whole night. But, you know, a few things here didn't, you know, hit or miss. But, like, I was like, that was a good night. It was tremendous. Night two, the card is looking like it could be even stronger. Like, let's go. And then it felt like I watched two completely separate WrestleManias. It, it truly felt like I watched two, besides the triple threat. The triple threat for the IC title on night two was... Awesome. incredible and we're going to talk about it, but that match ruled but besides yeah. that 
It was like I was watching a completely different friggin' show than what I watched the night before. And then it all goes into the raw. It's just, you know. So but let's start with night one. Let's start with night one. And oddly enough, night one for me started off with a little bit of a dud. Like Austin Theory and John Cena was fine. It was fine. It wasn't bad. It was fine, but nothing. Like Cena, it felt like Cena was just going through the motions. He was like, yeah, all right. I'm here. I'm putting the kid over. I'm not doing anything too crazy. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it felt like I was watching a different company, if that makes sense. Maybe that should have said that. Like, like, la like last year's two night WrestleMania for me felt similar in the sense that like night one killed it. We were revved up and the night two kind of fell a little flat, but this was like, like yeah, this was two different. This was yeah. rough. Yeah. Um, Shane Blown is cool. Huh? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Too. Um, but yeah, here the comes Austin the money, and it's gone. Yeah, uh, the Austin Theory John Cena match for me was fine. You know, it was okay, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Um, passable. You know, I don't know. I don't know how what you felt I, about, but yeah, uh, to it me, was, it was just kind of like, like okay. Cena, he didn't even do an AA. He didn't do all of the stuff that we love for Cena. I think this was like. A, it just was, I think you could see the way he was wrestling. I don't think he's got much left, if anything. Mm -hmm. So the objective here was you put Austin Theory over and that was that. Like, I, I'm not going to break this thing down because there really wasn't much to break no. down. It was pretty It was pretty funny that they had Cena lose in front of all those Make-A-Wish kids, though. That was harsh. Well, that, that was, entrance was cool, though. The Make-A-Wish <laughs> entrance was cool. Was cool. Um, Fun fact, I, I fired up night two not paying attention at first i was doing something with the kids and i started the live stream night too and like live tweet it and it was the austin theory answer so I was like why are they bringing him out again <laughs> and then i'm seeing on twitter everybody's talking about omos and i was like oh shit whoops that's hilarious so, that's so, hilarious. yeah i thought they were gonna do i, I almost live tweet i almost live tweeted night one on night two that would have been interesting that would have um austin theory obviously retains beach john cena that yeah was what it was. Then we had this fatal four-way showcase match with the men here. It was Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. This match kicked ass. This match was good. Um, this was really just, I mean, it wasn't a tornado tag, but there wasn't much rules that were, were going here. And um, all these teams were just letting it all out. Chad Gable specifically and i know we have we have praised chad gable on this channel before but when he did the rollover deadlift german suplex to braun Strowman, i shit myself <laughs> and his face where i was sitting and I went, his face didn't me? turn as purple as i said excuse me what what uh, yeah, thank unbelievable you. Yeah, no, believe. That, dude, that dude is good that dude and i'll tell you what that I know dude we makes talk. chicken salad out of all the chicken shit oh, they give him he is absolutely. fantastic Absolutely. And um, yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Braun Strowman is literally double the height. Like that is crazy. Um, it was, this match was just so, so cool when, um, holy crap, Dawkins speared Strowman, yeah. like shoulder block Strowman when he was doing his run. Oh my God. I was like, get you I some. Like, I, could, I was like, awesome. holy shit. And then he like posed and went, Ugh! and Dawkins getting the pin for the profits as well. Like it was just like, 
man, that whole last segment there was, it was a dead sprint with all these guys getting all their shit in. And I just thought it was, yeah, perfect. Perfect way to put it. Yeah, Train derailed. Like literally. Well, I was going to say up too. Football tackle. And that's good on Strowman too. Like to, cause he doesn't, you know, he could be like, I'm not letting that happen. <laughs> But he did, and it was awesome. Like, good on him. As much as he says really dumb stuff on Twitter sometimes, but yeah, and then that's Ricochet, the only reason he's in this damn tag. Right, team right after Doc, right after Dawkins laid out Strowman, Ricochet does a springboard. Like, it was supposed to be a shooting star press, but he almost like did a full rotation and like cradled, straddled them the way that he landed on. It was just like, man, this is just it's some insane shit. And I did not expect the Street Profits to win. I actually, I think I picked the Viking Raiders to win this thing. But man, oh man, this this match ruled. I I love this match. This match was just insanity the whole way. Um, and it I wasn't upset that the Street Profits won by any means. By any means was I upset. Right. No, that was that was smart. That made sense. Them winning. I think we had that debate last week where it was like, well, it depends on what it's for who you could give it to, but the street profits and the solo cup went, you know, they're over. You might as well go. Cause you just gave, you just gave us theory winning. So let's get some people cheering at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a hell of a match. It was all over the place. That was, it was great. And then it just got better. <laughs> like yeah. everything just got better that night. True. Like, there was some and, weird uh, shit of course, but you know, you could tell that they were definitely trying to sell some mad space. <laughs> You know, have guy saying I like the frog splash into the roll up pin for the win, even though he's not a big fan of the profits. Yeah, um, I thought it was just a well, a well laid out match, and it was super duper exciting. And then that led into Seth Rogan, Seth Rogan, Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins yeah. versus Logan Paul. Now I'm gonna be honest with you, I have no friggin' idea who KSI is. Never heard of him before in my life. Had no idea who that guy was. However, he's his buddy. It's his, his yeah, right? His, business partner, I guess. Like I, I yeah, I, I had no idea who I thought it was Jake. I thought it was gonna be Jake Paul. And I was like, that's gonna be Jake Paul. That was my initial my yeah. in, once once it stayed at ringside, and I was like, Oh, that's they're gonna get involved in this match somehow. I thought it was gonna be Jake Paul, but I did not know who that individual was, which is fine, which is fine. But you know. I, I think they were expecting everybody maybe to know who that person was, and I don't think everybody knew who that person was. You all right over Says that KSI is an English YouTuber, rapper, and boxer, and he's the co-founding member of a British YouTube group. He's also part of the Prime. Go. Yeah, so, we got half guys so I guess saying he's he a boxer. no idea. And then we had, uh, <laughs> he's saying, my son had to tell me. Yeah, so yeah. whatever, fine. That makes sense. Um, like, you know, the kids yeah. know that, and that's yeah. what it's for. And that and that's what that was for. Like that's not for me. I'm too old for that. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Um, but the 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 segment get, though. Get the net, JPJ. I know. Jeez, Louise, get the net. Um, but that moment where Logan Paul was going to splash through Seth on the table, and Seth, perfect timing wise, put KSI on the table, and then Logan not paying attention, spitting the drink out, then does that. I thought that was a great moment in the match. Um. Yeah, after the prime mascot got a all goes over. That's true. Um, but all in all, I thought this match was again another good outing from Logan Paul. I thought yeah. Seth is Seth, like very good. I'm glad I was 
semi-nervous that Logan Paul was going to get the victory, but I think Seth needed a victory on a big stage because it had been a while, or at least it felt like it had been a while that Seth had won a big match. Um, but again, this is yeah, Logan Paul again putting on a really, really good performance in what is his fifth match, sixth match, whatever yeah. it is. Um, I know, I know, he had talked about this potentially being one of like the one of the matches of the weekend in terms of like stealing the show. I mean, there's some other matches I think that surpassed it, but it's still very solid, very solid showing for the third match on WrestleMania and Logan Paul's fifth overall. Man, oof, the guy's getting better and better. But I don't, but I keep hearing these these like murmurs that his deal's up like he's I thought, actually I, thought, I think it is right like after backlash or something like that like that he I, was just doing this this was more of a like quick yeah, in and want, out yeah promote I would, his I don't, prime I don't, and move on yeah i mean imagine that he just kind of showed up for half a year or a year did five matches fought for the title one time blah, blah 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 and then he's out and then he can just come back sparingly i'm assuming whenever yeah i'm trying i would hope that they have him back but who knows yeah but um, this company. Yeah, he did the coast and coast on Rollins too. Like, man, it's good. I mean, yeah, we got to see what's going to go on with this company right now. So, um, but Seth Rollins picking up the win was definitely needed, in my opinion. Uh, we yeah. got half guy saying doesn't look good when you spit out your own drink on TV. I think him not performing as often helps him. His body is never really worn or beat up or recovering. I will say this. I do see TikToks all the time, conspiracy TikToks all the time, where they never see Logan Paul actually take a drink of his prime. Saying, like, maybe he doesn't actually like it or... Really? Like, they're always... He doesn't drink it, like, on his shows or anything like that? Yeah, like, he, he, like, right when he takes a sip, they cut away. Like, I I don't know, man. I'm just saying. So maybe he doesn't like it. Maybe he spit it out because he... He's just not a fan of that flavor. I don't know. Maybe people Maybe. are weird. People are wild on TikTok. TikTok is a wild scene, my friend. You can find all is sorts it? of crazy stuff. Oh, uh, we have Co- Cody asking if we've tried it. I have. I don't. I think they're fine. I think they're good. I like the energy. Are they drinks. like a Gatorade type thing, or is it an energy? Drink? Yeah, yeah. Well, they have both. They got like the Gatorade type drink. So we have Logan Paul, if you're listening, which I know you are, throw us some Prime. We'll definitely take that sponsorship on. They're good. I like them. I like the energy drinks a lot better than I like the actual prime itself. But I mean, they're not bad. Like if somebody's like, Hey, you want a prime? I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. Definitely. But the energy, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So good for me. I don't have one now. I'm trying to get that bubbly sponsorship popping. Bubbly. (laughs) That's what I got today. Cherry bubbly. Cherry. I had to bring out the fancy stuff because the rads took a loss, baby. They did. They did. (laughs) That they did do. All right, we then had the six-woman tag, Bailey, Lita, and Trish versus Damage Control. I thought this was all right. I thought I thought Trish looked great. Yeah. Uh, I thought Lita did not look that great. And like, Lita has, let's be honest, let's be completely unbiased here. Like, Lita just has not looked great since she's been back this run. Yeah, that, yeah. Some, it's I don't know if it's that everyone else around her is better and she's just I don't know, but she just is not and for me she just has not clicked this run like she did the last time she came back. Yeah, I would agree. Um I just what do you do with damage control? Well, I think is that it? Well, if, well I think I, again, that's this it. Goes in- if you that's what I that's what I said last week. I said if they take this loss here at WrestleMania, which Yes, they should take the loss to the two legends that built this business and Becky Lynch, who sparked 
a women's revolution in this business, so to speak. Because, I mean, her storyline when she became the man took on, you know, levels we haven't seen from a women's division in a long time. Yeah. But they take so many losses together that it's like, what do you do here? Like, what are we, what are we talking about? Like damage control. There's no damage. They're not doing any damage. They're not controlling yeah. anything. They're just, they're yeah. controlling the loss column. And it's, and it's unfortunate. And they because, pin Bailey too. Oh, which I, even that I think is okay. Right. I think like in that, but had they maybe won a few matches before we got to this point, that's okay to have Bailey take an L to these people. Cause she was the one talking the most shit, but I don't know. I don't know what you do with damage control. I feel bad for like Dakota and EO. They're talented in ba- Bailey. Like Bailey will be fine. I'm not worried so much about Bailey. I know that there's these rumors now that what happened on raw, she got cut from the show. Cause I know she was part of the promotion of the Mutt raw after mania. Like I kept seeing her popping up on all the commercials talking yeah. about it. And then they cut her from coming out with damage control. And then there was these rumors. She's not happy. She's posting things about, you know, every romantic love story must come to an end. Blah, blah, blah. She's cryptic about it. She'll be fine. Whatever she decides to do, she'll be okay. EO and Dakota, though, I think if they cut ties with Bailey, they're kind of in no man's land. What are you regulated to this ta- women's tag division that has no steam behind it? Well, not so much. Not, no, not yeah, so well, well, and all, it also depends on who's running the show, too. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, and that, you know, well, we're going to dive into here, but. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought this match again was another one that was fine. That was it was a fine match. It was good. I, you know, they had the legends here. Um, yeah, I mean, I now that that was really my main question coming out of it is like, all right, well, damage control has to be done now. Like it has to be over. Yeah. Um, they can't you, like what are they supposed to come back in two weeks and say, hey, we need a we deserve a tag title rematch. It's like you haven't won a match since like fucking last. December, you talking about? (laughs) No, that's not how that works, you know. Although, again, they got a tag title opportunity, or at least a qualifier. They have one, right? They got they didn't. They got it on Monday. Oh yeah, they yeah. So against Raquel and Liv, yeah, they Raquel and Liv won. So even further is the point that damage control is just over. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, All right. We then had cinnamon toast crunch. I believe it was Cinemoji Toast Crunch, to be honest. To be I mean, even more. To, to be fair, I love dude. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is fire. Who fire. hasn't had very? Who hasn't had a family dispute or two over a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch at the breakfast table? Like, I'll tell you it makes, what it makes sense. And and let you know, I'm sure there are people out there, but there I, I there are very few people out there who haven't had a good experience at one point in their life with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That shit is delicious. I mean, we we you know our boy Alex Campbell, Alex Kane came over. on there. We were talking about it for half an episode. It's like, yeah, we talked about that cinnamon toast crunch and apple apple juice. And apple juice. Fire, it is. It's a fire combination. If okay, so everybody in the chat, as you're joining us, if you're just joining us, if you've been here since then, did you think that there was too many ads going in WrestleMania weekend? Did you think they overkilled it? You love cinnamon toast crunch, grain maker pod. We love you, grain maker pod, just as much as we love cinnamon toast crunch. I enjoyed cinnamon toast crunch. It did kind of in this match environment. I understand Rey Mysterio is kind of a sponsor and yada yada yada. I felt like we could have, we didn't need cinnamon toast crunch guy <laughs> during a family dispute. Uh, yeah, it's true. 
Uh, we got have guys saying that uh, Dom's mom cheering for child abuse, happy her son was whipped with a belt by his own father, and celebrating when he lost. No wonder Dom hates them. We got Noob <laughs> popping in saying, how you doing? How's it going, Noob? Hope you're going well. Uh, and he said the TurboTax ads were the worst ones. Were the worst ones, the TurboTax. Yeah, ads. those were pretty. Those were pretty bad. Yeah. So like this match is fun. This is the match I was looking forward to. Like Dom getting this. I thought they were going to let Dom win. I, really I thought did. Dom was going to win too. But the way that the ending played out, I was completely. Was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Was, everything was great. I mean, for Angie to be cheering on her son getting whipped, he must have did something terrible, right? And he, he told her been. to shut up a week yeah. earlier. You don't disrespect your mother like that. I understand. That's what I'm saying. So you know, he you know he had it. That was the thing. That was the thing that broke Ray. Dom was doing all that shit to Ray, and Ray was like, "You can do whatever you want to me. I'm never fighting you." But Dom told his wife to shut up, and Ray was like, "I'm gonna whoop your fucking ass." Then he threw that talk to your mother like that. Aaliyah's face, and like I noticed, as soon as that happened, the Aaliyah army on Twitter was just like, "Hell no!" Yeah, you don't mess with our drink in your sister's face like that. See, she's unhappy. He's a felon, Laugh Probably. Wouldn't you be disappointed in your son if he became a felon? Can we talk about how hard his entrance was, though? Too? Oh, my he God. Came out in the prison. He was in prison. Uh, he was he in came out in the old Rey Mysterio. I think it was like the Halloween Havoc Rey Mysterio mask he was wearing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. He said, as soon as he tossed that drink, I was wondering, is there tequila in that? Had both I entrances, because just... Rey Mysterio... Yeah. Ray Mysterio. I just hope, I just hope that uh, Dom cleared that spot because MJF got in a lot of trouble for throwing drinks at people. Yeah, faces. I think because it was, it's his own family, I think it's allowed. Uh, <laughs> Spencer said, I can't believe they went and turned Dom face like that. Uh, both members of the Judgment Day lose their matches, but their leader, Rhea Ripley, won her match. And got, that is true. That is true. We'll be talking debate. about that is in a she bit. The actual, she's not the leader of the Judgment Day. Finn is, if I'm not. Finn is the leader of the Judgment Day, but Rhea Ripley is the most over person. So I think people just kind of view her that way. And she's been the most dominant figure in the group because she doesn't take L's. I had that debate on my Facebook page with some with some trolls that were just like, uh, Rhea's not the leader. Why would Rhea is the leader? Why would she leave Judgment Day? And I was like, I don't think she's the leader, man. I think she's just the most over. Yeah. Finn has, Finn has like a 12-inch gash in his head right now. Oh, my God, yeah. Oof. Uh, but Oof. have a guy referencing it. The Rey Mysterio entrance is also pretty dope. He comes out yes. in a in a low rider with Snoop Dogg to Gin and Juice. Great. Yep. And then it goes into Eddie Guerrero's Viva La Raza. Uh, and I, like have guy, pop like a fanboy. I was like, yeah. I was like, like oh, so did I. I was like, oh, in shit. my living room. I was like, Eddie. Uh, and then he came out to his own, obviously, his own entrance music. Um, Bad Bunny got involved at the end, and it looks like it looks like Bad Bunny and Rey Mysterio might be teaming up here uh, in Puerto Rico against Dom and Damian Priest. That's the vibe I'm getting there uh, after what happened on Raw. What truly may be the only highlight of Raw, maybe, was that Bad Bunny segment. Maybe, because that Raw was trash. Uh, but... This match I thought was good. The family element was excellent. The story was really good. When Ray started whooping him with the belt, you could see grown people jumping up and down in the stands like, beat his ass! Beat his ass! I was on my couch right out here screaming the same, whoop his ass, Ray! Beat his ass! And I like Dom. I like Michael the character. Cole during this whole oh, match. Michael Cole is a, a, an angel. Yeah, he was just he, like, he, if he could. Same thing. 
Michael Cole was the vision, was the verbal representation of all of us. He was just like, get him. <laughs> like, he was just, it was wonderful. You could tell was Graves wonderful. was like, calm down. Bro. Yeah, Graves like, dude, come on. And Cole's like, no, oh, no. Fuck this kid. I've known Ray my whole life. This little shit deserves everything he's getting in there. <laughs> oh, it was tremendous. It was, it was, a, it was great match. They told an awesome story within the story, like that they were telling, but then in the ring, the story was great. Dom played it really well. He, he melt. He's getting better. Like he's in the ring stuff. He's milking the spots that he needs to milk, and he he's finding like, like the moments where it's like slow it down and pander to the crowd. He was doing that very well, and they were booing the shit out of him. And he just had that smirk on his face while he's beating Ray's ass. And then ultimately, yeah. you messed with Mama, dude. You messed with Aaliyah. Ray's gonna get your ass, bad boy. Making sure shit didn't go down. It's perfect, except for cinnamon toast, toast crunch emoji guy running around out there. I don't know why he was out there. Did you think that yeah. that was going to be a surprise? Uh, well, I think I, somebody said it earlier in the yeah, chat. Yeah, Hab said it too. But I was, was happy. Uh, kind of. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, God, they're going to do something again with like this type of stuff. But, oh, here you go. And it was uh, Sol Ruka from NXT was the Cinnamon Toast Crunch person laugh up. So. Oh, should have had him do some, should have had Cinnamon Toast Crunch emoji Sol Ruka do a flip or two. That would have been dope. Yeah. Yeah. She's incredibly talented, by the She's way. very, very, very she's, good for what She's I green, but she's How, very the character? Talented. Yeah, I don't know the character. And I don't I just like know the she's character. super athletic. She's like a fan. surfer? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Surfer that's it? Chick. Like, that's surfer it? Chick. Like, is she like a hippie? Like a... Like a hippie? Like 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 not like even a Matt a Riddle, Like a Matt Riddle light surfer type thing? Yeah, with less bras. Yeah, like less... more of like a... She said she said one with earth, man, but not like a hippie. She's just a surfer chick. Got it. Got it. There's, they got haven't it. given her much depth yet on NXT. Well, that's why I'm I, asking. I don't watch regularly. <laughs> although I heard that this past episode of NXT was actually like good. There were returns and like then the one after Mania, uh, their stand and deliver. I heard was a, it was a breath of fresh air from the other dog shit we watched why besides I... this night one. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. Uh, and then there, we have. There you go, Greenmaker with the save. That's half CJ. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. a perfect like analogy. It. We'll talk like about CJ Parker later. Oh, we will. We are gonna, yes, obviously WWE is going to dominate this first bunch of the show, but we will talk about AEW. Um, we then had probably, in my opinion, one of the better WrestleMania matches of all time, but definitely the best match of the weekend, in my opinion, on the WWE side of things. It was for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And it was Charlotte Flair defending against Rhea Ripley. Did we miss something? No. Did it go from Dom to Rhea? Yeah. Okay. And then after this, they had the, the impromptu Miz match. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I was thinking about. This okay. was after. This was yeah, after. that's right. You're right. You're right. I was like, I know there's something else in here before we got, because this was the pre-main event. Like, Yes. Okay. Yes, but this was. match absolutely pumped as our yeah, friends over at uh, yeah it started it started a little it started a little bit slow but you could tell when even when they were walking down the aisle especially on charlotte you could tell she was pissed off that she wasn't the main event like you could tell and but as we said as we said and everybody said i don't think it's not have they given them and i tweeted it out i said like if this we all knew this match was going to be what this match this, was like you know if the build-up to this match was half of what this 
KO Sammy stuff was, it would have been the main event because we know these two are going to kill it. But they gave them not really anything to go on. And a lot of the weeks, they weren't even talking. They were like Charlotte was just out there cutting a promo without Rhea being involved and then vice versa. There was really nothing to really sink your teeth into storyline-wise, which would have been like, here's our main event at WrestleMania. They talked to the camera for most of the feud. <laughs> so here's our yeah. video package. Yeah, it's true. Um, this match picked up about, you know, a handful of minutes or so into it. It started off a little slow, but once it picked up, it picked up. And these two women beat the crap out of each other. It was back and forth, close falls. It was everything you would want. And the drama and the build to it was incredible. Yes. It was as good as you, again, like you said, like we all came in and we were like, the story hasn't been that great. But these two, like when the match is over, we are going to be like, oh, that was a main event WrestleMania match. You know what I mean? And that's the quality of the match that we got. Um, it was like they they wanted this. Ma- they, they came out both of them and said, you know what? We're going to make them think we're going to prove them wrong. We're going to prove yeah. that this could have been main event of night two, any night not with the Roman stuff. You know what I'm saying? It could have been any, any night of WrestleMania. Yes. They rule. It was a hard hitting affair. I was on the edge of my seat because you always have that Charlotte flair effect. Like they're just going to keep yep. the title on Charlotte or they're going to give it to her. So every close fall, I'm like, ah, whew. every time I was on the edge of my seat. Is it there? And then when Charlotte took that flip where she flipped, too oh, yeah, far that's, over what, and, that's what, that's uh, what, Cody says. He yeah. go, you know, they said, I don't even, German suplex obviously was a mess up. Thank God Charlotte got the full rotation. Cause that could have been scary if she landed on the top of her head or some stuff like that. You know what I mean? So as nasty as it was with her landing on her face, I mean, it could have been worse. So I'm glad it wasn't, but my God. And I, the whole, I was just like you the whole time. I was like, no, I, I every, I was like, it's gotta be real. It's gotta be real, but it's Charlotte flair. So you never know. You never know. So it was on the edge of your seat. Um, and yeah, some spots just make you wince when you see them. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but Rhea Ripley hits an avalanche riptide from the top rope and gets the after victory. Charlotte Flair was knocked out by the ring post, mind you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and she had Oof. already kicked out of a riptide earlier. Oh my God. It was just back and forth. It was so good. And the avalanche, uh, the avalanche riptide. And she becomes the new SmackDown Women's Champion. The crowd was going banana. Do you think? Um, do you think the? Do you think Charlotte knew the camera was going to be on her that much while she's like, um, smiling and actually kind of like excited for? Oh, Rhea? you mean like after the match? Yeah, because like that was the one thing that was like Charlotte kind of like you know giving her like like she was super she was super smiling. She was like thank you know it looked like yeah. she was like enjoying that they had that type of match. Yeah. Even though she lost, she was like, yeah, man, like, that's what it's about. You know what, what I mean? What did I do, Habgast? I don't know, but Habgast's telling you to shoosh. Shoosh. Okay. I, I don't have to talk for the rest of the show. <laughs> that's fine. I got um, this. I'll just listen to the sweet, savory voice of JPJ. Oh, God. Don't go that far. Don't go that far. I and mean, we do it all the time when you're streaming on your, I listen to that beautiful voice. You know, you know, we try. Uh, we then had The Miz and Snoop Dogg. Oh, we got Smooth in here popping in saying Smooth. hello. Good to see you, friend. We're talking some WrestleMania, bro. That's what happened this past weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Baseball started. We're in it, bro. We're in it. 
Uh, Rhea would have won even without the ring. I agree. No, I she would have. I was saying, like, I was saying, like, she got knocked out by that ring post, which then do the avalanche riptide. I, I was more along the lines going with, like, that's really what helped set it up. But yeah, I think yeah. she would have watched. I think she would have won regardless, but it definitely, you, you knock, you got to knock her out, hit her with oh, the, yeah. off the top rope avalanche. You know, let's go. Yep. yep. You've been watching, baseball been watching baseball. Who hasn't? Everybody should be watching. Who do people in Montreal root for? I, I, I saw assume the Washington Nationals. The Habs, you know, like the. Well, they used to have the Expos. Right. Do they just, do they go immediately to the Nationals? Would they go there or would they stick to their Canada heritage and root for the Blue Jays? Yeah, I don't know. I have a guy basically know. telling you, quit asking dumb questions. Don't ask him <laughs> questions. You don't want to answer. <laughs> have guy is healing it up tonight. What did I do to you, have guy? I, I haven't said anything bad about oh, you. Damn, dude. He's coming at you. He's coming at oh, you. Lo- it's all love here, baby. I, I root for the Cubs. Despite this Rangers Yeah, hat. despite the Texas Ranger hat. Don't mind him. Or oh, the Rays hat. His team's going to team- be very, so very bad this season. <laughs> so it might be the Nationals. He might root for the Nationals because they're going to be trash. They're, they're going to be trash. They're going to be trash. There we go. Yeah, but yeah, I cheer for the Nationals. Okay. okay. Hey, you got a World Series a couple years ago. You got. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah. So then we had the Miz and Snoop Dogg coming out to the ring. They're there to announce the attendance, which night one, which is this is a bullshit lie. It wasn't this many people, but this is what they said. It was eighty thousand four hundred ninety-seven. That's what they said. Um. Snoop Dogg then told Miz that the only thing that would make that would make the attendance better or bigger is if he had a match. And then cue the music. Pat McAfee is here. Pat McAfee comes out. And Michael Cole wet himself. Oh, amazing. my God. Michael Cole, you know, crying. He was probably crying happy <laughs> tears. He was so happy to see him. Oh, happy. Uh, Oh, have guy says he's also as a Mets fan. Got it. Uh-oh. Oh, Dakota, if I'm saying Uh-oh. that right, please explain. Matt, Pat, Pat, doesn't Pat like Pat McAfee. McAfee. Fools, um, Come on, brother. I, I like him. Uh, but Pat McAfee gets involved. He comes out. They get a ref out there. All of a sudden, we have an official match, Pat McAfee versus The Miz. Um, yeah. Pat McAfee did the spot where he did the flip off the top rope, which was pretty cool. Stuck um, the landing like a champ, yeah. like a boss. Yeah. Um, at one point, I think McAfee said that Miz had tiny balls, and that thing started. And then the Miz is on the outside, and he walks by George Kittle, the tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, this is true. This is true that that match, this match was much better than the match he had with Vince McMahon. That is true. Have guy saying he hated Pat at first, but I'm growing to like him more and more. And that I hate Vince, that. I love his theme music, though. His theme music's great. It's a banger. That Vince Stunner he took oh, off last year. Still legendary. Legendary. Woof. Um, so, yeah, he walks by George Kittle. Um, and he gives him a shove. And so Kittle gets involved. He gets in there. He takes off his shirt. He hits a big lariat. Stiff. Stiff. Yeah, stiff clothesline on the Miz. Um, and then McAfee hits a senton. And that's he hits the what he hit the punt, right? He did the running punt. That's his move. He did yeah. the running punt to pin the Miz and Pat McAfee officially got a victory over the Miz uh at WrestleMania. So that's what undefeated, happened. Undefeated, baby. Undefeated. No, he lost to Vince, bro. 
Michael Cole said he's the only undefeated. Him and McAfee are the only undefeated uh, announcers in WrestleMania. McAfee beat are Austin you, Theory. Are you calling my yeah, guy am, Michael that Cole match with Vince liar? was an that's official match, said. right? That's what he just. Said. Are we forgetting that match existed? I think we're trying he, to. He fought Theory last year and he beat Theory. I know. He beat the Miz tonight, but after the Theory match, he had an official match with Vince McMahon and he lost that match. I know he did. Vince I just, whooped him, I'm if just, I remember correctly. Whooped him. Off what my guy it was a squash. It was a squash. Maybe Michael Cole forgot, and then I forgot. Maybe Michael not, Cole is blindsided by love. He needs man. to relax. Yeah, I'm saying, man, he's in love. Unbelievable. That bromance is dope. Yeah. It's a shame we're probably never seeing Pat McAfee regularly ever again because he was excellent. I liked him a lot. In the commentary booth, I liked him. No. Too big for the WWE now, or just yeah? Because I mean, that, he's pay. making so much money doing Game Day. He don't need to do that shit anymore. Yeah, but Game Day only runs from August to January. Yeah, I know, but it's not on right now, and he's not back. Maybe yet. Who just knows? saying. Just saying. Uh, anyway. Well. Anyway, we then have the main event of Night One of WrestleMania. We're at an all-time high right now. Uh-huh. Uh optimistically we're like oh this is a great show this is good this is great this is this is how it's going it's and like then... i'm feeling good i'm feeling good we're at the main event i'm feeling good and it was the usos us. defending the undisputed tag team championships against kevin owens and Sami Zayn. um we gotta have guys and i mean if i could work from august to january then just be off for months i'd be off of course of course yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's what like that's what like Kirk Herbstreit and them do on college game day guys. Lee Corso, man, he's got it made. Mm-hmm. He only has to show up for game day on Saturday, put on a hat, and leave. Yep, basically, basically. Uh, this match, the drama, the yeah. drama, the storyline of the bloodline. Oh, all right, I got a good question here saying why didn't Heyman come up with the Usos? Does he? I I mean that's something. Yeah, like, does he do that? Does he always come out with the Usos? I don't think so. I think he really I only mean, comes so, out with Roman, right? Yeah, I think he's like Roman's guy at this moment. Like I know Solo comes out with the Usos yes. a lot, but I don't know. Maybe they wanted to just do this themselves. Who knows? They didn't really tell that part of that story. They just kind of like they had little Uzi Vert bring him out. <laughs> yes, they did. They did, which was uh pretty cool. I don't. I thought that was pretty cool. The, Again, not for me. That's for the youth. That's for the youth, I think. Uh, but he came out with Solo on SmackDown. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That is weird. Well, there is. I mean, if we keep There is going, a little bit of friction, though. There is a little some, bit of friction. There is some friction, with, some friction with the with the Usos going on here. And I don't know, you know, again, on Raw, when... Oh, no, was that on... Was it Mania? No, on Raw, where he said, you guys can go early. Yeah. Yeah. You could see Jay Uso the whole time was like, I don't fuck. You could see it in his face. He was like, I don't fucking like what's going on here. I don't like what's, <laughs> yeah. I don't trust any, I don't trust anybody here, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, there you go. There you That's go. what I got I think Heyman not coming out is to show there's a rift between the Reigns and the Usos. Um, but this match was very good as you would, as you would expect it to be. The drama at the end, ref bumps. All sorts of things going on. Oh my god! Um, towards the end of this match, even though I was pretty confident 
This was probably the match I was most confident on who was going to win. There was a small segment of me that was like, how the fuck are they going to win this match? Because they're getting they're getting super kicked all over the place. They're getting this all over the place, blah, 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 blah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. what's going on here? Who, how are they going to win this? Like, what's going to happen for them to win this? I mean, they're the Usos are the one of the best tag teams of all time. So if they would have won, it would have been like, okay, I mean, all right. <laughs> but yeah, man, like they it was a beating. The emotions were at an all time high. Like, ah, uh, but then when KO hits that stunner, right? And then oh. into the Haluva kick, you're like, the it's just joy. Just a pure joy. And then he did the Haluva kick three times, like because he, yeah. he Jay falls on him. And then he lifts him back up, does it again, and he catches him one last time. And he's like, and it had to be Sammy Penn and Jay. It had to be yeah. Sammy Penn and Jay. What do, you think he had to be. In it. what do you think he whispered at him down there? I mean, obviously it was a shoot. I mean, it wouldn't have been anything working the pin. You know, they always say something. Yeah, he's he was probably, probably just like, like thank you, brother. Yeah, thank Fuck you. Yeah. This was dope. What a this story. match ruled. Yeah, like something like that. Like, what a story. Guess what? what? Story. People are going to be talking about this more than night fucking two. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> man, and just you could see the emotion on Kevin Owens. He was in tears. The crowd was amped. It was just a great moment. I like Jim. See, Sammy Zane. He. Uh, he, he, he said, "I like Jimmy better." I like, I like Jimmy, Jimmy better. better. That's hilarious, um, dude. You you, you want to go get some pizza after this? <laughs> <laughs> this oh dope. no. Where, what's up? Let's go get some of that cinnamon toast crunch they got in the back. Um, oh, no. I told you, Sammy Zayn should main event WrestleMania. He did, he did, damn he it. did. It was awesome. Again, uh, and I and I, again, the story was told really well. Again, it had the Usos retained. I would have been okay with it in the sense that, like, I I feel like there's a still more you can tell within this, but I'm glad that it's Sammy and KO because at least we can maybe move on to some different stuff. Yep. Just see some new things because now I think there's going to be that, like we already kind of alluded to, the uh, the tension amongst the bloodline itself. I think is a story that doesn't need Sammy and KO anymore. It doesn't need it. That story should just kind of be told within that family for the next however long they decide yep. to go with it. Uh, and then we have him asking how long until KO turns on Sammy. I think the whole, you, I think this one will go a while. I think this one will go a while. How long do you think they're happen. gonna hold these belts, man? Are they gonna hold both of them for another six hundred days, like the Usos? Or oh, we have our old friend Bobby popping by saying good evening, gents. It's been far too long. It has, my friend. It has, my friend. It has How been far you? too long. I uh, hope you're well. Um, I don't I, I, know. I'll again, take a sip of that sparkling water for you, Bobby Munson. My favorite. again, here's the thing. Right now, at the end of night one of WrestleMania, if we're talking in those terms. I don't know how long they're going to do it, but I'm trusting what's going on with the process. By the time we talk about what's going to happen after night two and after raw, that's a completely different thing. Cause now I'm expecting the company to go right back to dog shit. And we got to, we got to see where it goes. We got to see, well, where it's just, goes. which is funny, right? So, okay. So we, this is why we, this is how we started the show 47 minutes ago. We said, that you, you kind of have to go on a journey, right? You kind of have yeah. to go on this ride to figure out this week that was. And here we are. It's the end of night one. We're at we a high. All, I, feel like. I feel like the wrestling community is at a is at a high. At the end of night one, universally, everybody said that this show was fantastic. Night one was the shit. 
Everybody yeah. was loving it. And then yeah. night two begins. Well, it's not even it's not even night two begins. So <laughs> Hab Guy says, I'm in the same boat, JPJ. I had trust that and that's what, and again, we're gonna talk about this, you know. Probably for the duration of probably the fucking show. We're but gonna, like, we're, we'll probably be on till midnight tonight. That, just... I gotta eat dinner, bro. We can't be on till midnight. I need. I'm you can hungry. eat on air. That's fine. No, I would never. But I'm. Yeah. All right. No, but it's like it again. We still have to talk about night two, but it's demoralizing. It's demoralizing because it's like I had full trust. After night one, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Hunter's first WrestleMania. Night one killed it. Tomorrow night's going to be dope as hell. We're at an all-time high. Like, WWE's coming back. We're good. Yes. And then I wake up Sunday morning, and it's not even fucking WrestleMania. And I wake up Sunday morning, and it's WWE as early as tomorrow morning or even tonight after WrestleMania will be announced that they're being bought by Endeavor. Not even bought, but merged. Not even bought. Merged with Endeavor. That's who right. owns UFC, and then it says, and Vince will be whatever he is, president, whatever the fuck his title is. He essentially Vince- runs the WWE now, again. Again. He's in charge. Yes. We're all and when that news fucked. when that news came out, <laughs> when that news came out, so there we are, I'm waking Look, up. Look, have guys say eat dinner on the stream. We don't care. Plug Oka no. Solo while you're chewing. Absolutely you no. I will go. not. I will not let you guys witness me eating dinner. It'll be a scene. It'll be a scene. Okay, I, I want to see a little ASMR <laughs> dinner stream. But yeah, yeah so of course, here's how me. here's how I operated with that. I always like because we've heard we had the Saudi stuff, right? That Saudi radio Saudi Arabia was buying WWE, and we yeah. all lost our minds, right? Yeah. So I saw that, and I said, you know what? Okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it is. I'll wait till it's officially signed on the dotted line. But of course. You're, you're getting queasy because you're going, okay, we're going to go back down the road. Because WWE, whether, it hasn't been perfect since Hunter took over. No, there's of course been not. Some, there's been some misses. There's been some missteps. But it's been better. It's been more enjoyable. It's been overall digestible. And last night, if we're talking Sunday morning, showed Hunter is completely capable of running a show. Mm-hmm. If he ran that show, we don't know. Maybe, who knows? But it was great. If, what if it become, find, come to find out it was Vince? Night one, just toying with the. I don't think it was. I'm just saying, just going like, this is what I could do, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't think it was though. But um, yeah. So we want people in right there. If you're into ASMR chewing, they have guys got the. He knows. He knows. He knows the drill. So then you have night two. So you wake up, you hear, oh damn, WWE is gonna get Endeavor's gonna own them. They're going to merge them and UFC together. Okay, whatever. But Vince is in charge. It's like, oh, shit. What the hell's going on? And then Vince had that interview. This is on Monday now. So let's talk With about that night two first. ass mustache. He's got that mustache. Looks like an evil fucking villain because he is. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay. So night two starts. And it starts with Brock Lesnar. Versus Omos. I actually thought this match wasn't that bad, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I had, I had no it interest in it. It was the, the, ma- the match I was least interested in. However, I thought they made Omos. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it was a decently fun match. I thought they made Omos look. He was tossing Lesnar around the first couple minutes of this match, like literally manhandling Brock Lesnar. And then Lesnar got the suplex city, hit a few suplexes, hit an F5. I did he even hit it. Yeah, he had an yeah. F5. And that was it. It was exactly what you expected it to be. 
Vince looks like a villain from a silent movie. Just just need the piano music playing when he's around. It's true. Um, it was what it was. It was quick. It was to the point. It's what I expected from Omos and Brock. Um, I, I For me, I didn't expect Omos to get as much offense as he did early on because he was really manhandling Brock Lesnar. Was, was anybody worried about how purple Brock Lesnar turned? Did anybody else notice? He threw those suplexes and his face was like as purple as our background. I was like, oh, yeah. God, like, yeah. I hope he's okay. I mean, I don't think we expected it to go any other way. Brock Lesnar gets the win. There wasn't a whole lot behind it, but it was a fun match. It's a good kickoff match. I, it, You kick off the show. All right, we're good. Like, you got us going. You got the Brock Lesnar pop. He won. And yeah. then... Uh, I thought, and, yeah, I thought it was a and, fair way to end. If you've ever seen Euro... Have you ever seen Euro Trip? Yeah. That, that movie, Scotty Doesn't Know. Remember yeah. the creepy guy in the train? Yeah. That reminds me of what Vince looks like. Fair. Be scoozy, be scoozy. Yeah, Fred Armisen, right? That's yeah, right. Fred yeah. Be scoozy. Be scoozy. Be scoozy. Yeah. I just popped up yeah. for you yeah. again. Be scoozy. Um <laughs> oh, that's a good that's a good reference. That's a good reference. <laughs> Grain maker like that. Grain <laughs> Grain maker like that one. Be scoozy. I didn't mean to fight WWE. Be scoozy. Be scoozy. Be scoozy. Be scoozy. And, um, and then they're all sitting back like this, going, No, we don't want this. Yeah, because he's like lifting up his like pants yeah. a little bit and he's just like trying to like cross his leg he's like yeah very weird very weird great yeah, makers lady i'm pop. gonna watch that i haven't watched that oh, in a while, but I'm gonna yeah, have that's to, a good movie oh i my had God. sex last night with a girl, with a girl. <laughs> oh so good uh if anybody just popped in right and saw that out of context i apologize that is not, I, I hope yeah, that's yeah, yeah, quoting no, a movie that, no, he's the movie. About, yeah, yeah. Sure, ah, Miami Vice, number one. Number one. <laughs> number one. Number one. That's a great movie. Euro Trip is a great movie. You made out with your sister, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah. all right, but the, he, tips, he tips the guy a nickel. And he goes, yeah. Did you see this? I quit. <laughs> I opened my own restaurant. Yeah. Fair. You actually be listening to you. You made out with your sister, man. Uh, Mika Michelle is not a guy. You thought it was a guy. You thought he you was an idiot. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the movie is a day in the life of JP and JF. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? That would uh, be that would be one boring ass. I was gonna say that'd be a boring ass movie. Like shoot me sitting in this chair is... for ten hours. Uh, but anyway, we then had the fatal four way showcase match. With the ladies, with the women on night two. It was Liv Morgan and Ra Raquel Rodriguez versus Natty and Shotzi versus Rhonda and Shayna Baszler versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. This match sucked. It was very bad, in my opinion. I, well, let's be fair. I know, I'm being fair. Did, it was Shana, not good. I think Shayna, Shayna got hurt. She got hurt early. And I think because I. I, I remember like watching this because she came back in the ring at the end and she had her, one boot was gone and her fate her foot looked wrapped and she was ginger on her leg so I'm assuming because yeah. they disappeared at one point in the match and then they, they did not come back until the very end when they well that's the, what the I was gonna say like if you were to like tune into the match like midway through you would have been like did she, Shane and Ronda were in this thing yeah like what the hell happened they weren't nowhere to be found yeah for so that's why I'm thinking maybe there was some audible call, which they had to like on the fly kind of figure this thing out. So I will yeah. say like it did suck. It wasn't great, 
but maybe it would have been better had all the parts been available. Cause I guess maybe with like Shayna not being there, what's Rhonda going to do. So maybe Ron, they took Rhonda out too. who knows. It was very bizarre. It was very, very, bizarre. very it rough. was fast paced at times. You know, I'm not going to say the whole thing was, it, you know, the whole thing wasn't bad. I have guys saying that, you know, Rhonda still hurt. has to be. I look, I thought they it looked like said, it was Shane or to me. Rhonda was awesome. LOL. I don't know if he actually meant that. I, I think that could be sarcasm. I think that could be so because she wasn't even in the match. She was barely in the match because of whatever was going on, whether she was hurt or Shayna was hurt. Plugo's going to die on screen. Yeah, Plugo's maybe, dying. That, maybe that's why he thought she was awesome because she didn't do anything. Uh, maybe, maybe Plugo's done. Plugo's done. I, we, I assumed, I assumed it was sarcasm, but, um, we kid, we kid me scoozy. Yeah. <laughs> but the ending was very weird. Baszler got in there, took her out, hit the arm bar on Shotzi. Match over. Uh, Ronda and Baszler win. But it did look like Baszler might have been hurt towards the end of that. I don't know if anything has been said publicly. I thought she got hurt like super early. Yeah, that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Like She messed her ankle or something up. But Because then then if we fast forward a little bit to the Brofter Mania, Raquel and Liv, who didn't win, got the shot against the match. Yeah, you would think it would have been Ronda and Shayna in that match. Right. but But maybe because of an injury somewhere, something went haywire. Um, we then had, they announced the 2023 Andre the Giant Battle Royal. They show the highlights. Bobby Lashley comes out. They got the trophy on the stage and nothing happens. They literally announced wow. Bobby Lashley. He just, he just goes him. like this. He goes. Yeah. Just like that. And they fade away. And that was it. That was the yeah, end. Was it was it. like, what? That's the best you could do with Bobby Lashley. WrestleMania weekend. Is that the best you can do? I have guys saying I feel like Shayna likely was supposed to carry most of the match for them because Ronda is still fighting an injury, and then when she got hurt, it just went maybe, maybe. Um, but how how do you not find something better for Bobby Lashley to do on WrestleMania weekend? Come on, man. And I know on, the, Bray, the Bray Wyatt stuff, that was where they were at, but you couldn't have pivoted. You couldn't have, like, and this is where I think some of the naysayers <laughs> for the weekend were like, you know, there was a lot of filler time. That Miz stuff. Later on, you know, filler time, filler. You couldn't have found a spot for Lashley at LA Knight. Couldn't have thrown something together. Just had a quick match or something. Like you couldn't make it. It's Bobby Lashley. Like he's the crowd loves him, and we all love my son. That's my son's favorite wrestler. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is Owen's favorite wrestler. Hell yeah, Bobby Lashley he rules. loves him. Yeah. And there so, you go. And we have uh, we got have guy saying that he was over Bray. Don't care about him anymore. And then you have. Him saying should have fought LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, yeah. Yeah, you, that's what saying. you could have you could have you could have done something in that battle royal where those two got involved with each other. Maybe it's down to the final two. LA Knight, you know, has a legitimate gripe once it wants to run it back since it was the two of them. Bobby Lashley's a badass. He's not gonna say no to any match, you know. You could have found some time for that, I think, within you know nine hours or ten hours of WrestleMania that you showed this weekend. Hundred percent. Just my thought. Hundred <laughs> percent. But who knows? Hold on, I'm trying to find. Uh oh. Well, we got Hab guy saying my daughter was watching. I got this way you find whatever. Was watching and cheering during Dynamite this week, so I excited about that. Hab guy, I don't know how old your, your daughter is, but that's awesome. My youngest, my youngest kids are getting into wrestling at a an alarming rate. My youngest is four, and 
he's starting to put moves together and cut promos and oh, shit. Oh, there you go. Ham guy said she's four, so right around the same age. So I was actually telling my wife, Mrs. Pluggo, the other day. I said, did I make a mistake? The way he kind of gravitated to wrestling has really kind of taken it on as his own thing. Like, should I have maybe gave him like a physics book or something? Because like now it's just like the kid just sees me and he'll punch me and he'll call me a name and run off. Like he keeps the feud going. Like he always wants to fight me before bed and he'll come up with new moves and he'll call them things. And he was watching, we were watching smackdown or something the other night and somebody was cutting a promo and he was like reciting it back and i'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> maybe i've got the next wrestling prodigy on my hands i don't know if he'll be to go to school much but we'll see it's gonna keep getting sent home for telling his teachers to suck it there you go have got saying by this time next year people will be asking plugos kid to do trivia instead of plugo that's oh my god yeah um, probably i've got i've got redemption coming up they're doing another trivia night at the end of the month so i can redeem myself even though i still won time to sign them up for the nightmare factory 2035 maybe yeah you know i could uh i mean we see it though we see it we see it across the independent scene you know billy starks is a name um nick wayne they're yep. you know they're Marcus Mathers is very, very young as well. You know, you get started young. I could be, you know, his little manager guy. And just you could just take him to independent bookings and blow him up, and then you'll be seeing him main event in WrestleMania like sixty or something. All right. We then have the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, Mathers is dope, Hab guy. Absolutely, he's getting better and better too. Young prodigies, he's called Young Prodigy Mathers. Yes, is that a local boy? Well, who's this? No, Marcus Mathers. He he he's uh, he wrestles with uh Dylan McKay, Wasted Youth, GCW. Oh, yeah, 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 no, I've heard of them. Yeah, the IC title match. Yes, oh, all right, great maker. Good to see you, friend. Good to see you. Oh, uh, we'll plug that thing in, but we love yeah, you. Good say, to see you. Go check in, yeah. out Grainmaker Pod. He's always got, I'm sure he's got something coming up pretty soon, mm -hmm. or if he has already released it and I missed it, I feel bad. And decody 100% right. night easily the best match of night two, in my opinion. The triple Were you threat. worried at all that there was going to be like a Mike's Harder lemonade can at the ringside? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like dance, like they were getting drunk on commentary with Titus O'Neil because I was worried. I was like, Please first of all, me. can I just say Titus O'Neil both nights on commentary was awesome. I love Titus O'Neil on commentary. He was losing his mind. It was great. I thoroughly enjoyed Titus O'Neil on commentary both nights. Oh, um, you know, he's, but he's fantastic. I, I also thoroughly enjoyed this match with these three gents beating the absolute piss out of each other all over the place. They were like, if this is the last match we ever have, fuck it. <laughs> Hot damn. This match fucking ruled. Absolutely ruled. These three dudes were beating the ever-loving shit out of each other. Uh, like the chops, the slaps, the punches, the kicks. Oh, my, the Irish curse on Gunt. Like, it was just like, what is going on here? These three guys went out there and they put on a clinic. On an absolute clinic. Gunther, and Gunther won. I thought Sheamus was going to win here. I thought Sheamus no was going to win. No title changed hands on night two. I thought, I thought 
Sheamus was going to get his Grand Slam moment here. Mm-hmm. Um, Ophelia, good to see you. Glad you're here. And, yeah, someone hall. called it a banger. banger yeah, 100%. I thought, this is how I thought going in. I thought Gunther's going to lose to Sheamus. Sheamus gets his moment, WrestleMania, you know, Grand Slam moment. Cody wins against Roman. We get Gunther and Cody at some point. Because that's kind of what yeah. they teased at me at the Rumble, and of course they didn't do that. So I was dead wrong, and that's why I'm here with you and not booking WWE yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about Cody. Um, <laughs> we haven't even got there. We're an hour. We're an hour and five minutes into the show, and we're not even at the thing that's gonna make me lose my fucking mind when we get to it. For well, the let's love get of God. there, man. Let's get Jesus there. Christ. The IC title match hump, it ruled. Everybody's in agreement. I'm with you. Let's pe- let's keep it, let's keep it pushing. All right. And we had Bianca Belair and Asuka. I liked both the entrances of this lady. I liked the multiple Oscars for Asuka. And I thought the, the dancers for Bianca were awesome. I thought that entrance was so dope. Uh, and then you find out the terrible news. Triple H said at the end that, like, are you there? You're frozen, bro. Am I by myself? Pluggo? Oh, no. Oh, no. Did he leave me? What a, what a, first of all, what a face. Let's, hold on. We lost Pluggo? Oh, yeah. Awkward freeze, bro. All right, it's me now. I thought the entrances, I thought the entrance for Bianca Belair with the dancers was incredible. I thought this match was very, very good. I wish the story would have been a lot better because I felt like this was the type of match and the type of Yin Hab guy, you are a thousand percent correct. Uh, what we found out afterwards with Triple H being pretty emotional at the press conference saying that that little girl's mom died the day before or the morning of or something insane like that. That is crazy. That is crazy. And that girl deserves all the praise. All the praise. Um. It was the morning of. That is just, come on, man. Come on, man. Um, This match was really good. But again, I... I... Asuka was made to look like a viable threat in the match that she could beat Bianca Belair. But in the story leading up to this match, I don't think at any point they made Asuka look like a viable threat to beat Bianca Belair. And I think in, in reality... Oh, we got Pluggo commenting. I don't know what just happened, BRB. I got you, Doug. I got you, Doug. Um, but all in all, Bianca Belair does get the victory. It was a very good back-and-forth match. Um, the deadlift into the torture rack that Bianca did before the KOD was very impressive. The superplex she hit on Asuka was also very, very impressive. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't, I'm not going to say I was disappointed. Bianca won. Bianca is a superstar. She could carry the company in my opinion. That's how good she is. Like she could be the star of the company if they wanted to. Um, but I just expected when, when Oscar first came back at the rumble as Kana and she dominated the, uh, elimination chamber, I expected Oscar. I was like, at that moment, I was like, Oh, Oscar's going to go to WrestleMania and beat Bianca. And then Bianca's going to chase for the title. Like, that's what I thought would happen. Uh, but then after that, they just did not book B- uh, Asuka to be anything, really. She would come out. She would laugh and drool like the mist or whatever. But, like, she should have been a stone-cold killer. 
like murdering people. Um, Oscar, I believe, is yes, winless at WrestleMania now. Um, exactly, exactly, exactly. Sad, really. Um, but all in all, I thought the match was solid. Um, they could ever do it now, like that was the last thing that makes her snap or something. I don't know, but the match was solid. Um, and you know, they were supposed to on Raw, they were supposed to have two separate triple threat matches to determine. Um, they could do that, or yeah, they could, they could. I know he Cody's on your side there. They could, they could. Hopefully, because I think Asuka's someone that, like, you know, oh my God, Ophelia. Uh, it was awful. Terrible. Um, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. Um, they were supposed to have two separate triple threat matches on the women's side of things on Raw. Um, I think it was supposed to be something like. EO was in one, Dakota was in one, Candice LeRae, Piper Niven, Nikki Cross, um, Liv and Raquel. I think I think it was going to be like some mixture of them, but it was going to be two separate triple threat matches, and then eventually it was going to de- going to determine the number one contender for Bianca. But then what happened at overnight when WWE was purchased and Vince went back in control? Vince was very much at Raw, and Vince was very much at in creative, in the back, ripping up scripts and rewriting the fucking show like he used to do, and that's why the show sucked. That's why the show sucked. And, um, you know, we're still talking about night two of Mania. We still have to talk about the Hell in the Cell match and the Cody and Roman stuff because I think that was going to go down as an all-time blunder, an all-time blunder of that decision that was made at the end of this of this night two WrestleMania. You had the easiest decision in your fucking hands. In your fucking hands. And you didn't do it. You didn't do it. For what reason? So some guy can get to a shiny number 1,000. And I like Roman. This is a legendary run for Roman Reigns. One of the best runs in the history of professional wrestling. And I've been pro-Roman. I am pro-Roman. That was a dumb fucking decision. Stupid. Pluggo's never coming back. The show's going to end right after I talk about WrestleMania because I'm going to be pissed off. But anyway, Bianca Belair retains still the Raw Women's Champion. Okay, here we go. Chat, strap in. We then have, for the second night in a row, Snoop Dogg and Miz are in the ring. They announce the attendance, night two's attendance, 81,395. Um, Miz ran down Snoop Dogg for making the open challenge the night before with Pat McAfee kind of giving him some shit. Snoop says that he'll he'll get somebody else out here. And he's bringing him out. And that person, we hear, here comes the money. Shane McMahon. Shane comes out. He's doing his little hop step. He's doing his dance. He's doing his punches. The crowd is, woo, all right, ready to go. This match starts. Shane hits him with the flurry of punches. He Irish whips the Miz. He goes for a, uh, you know, one of the hops. I'm drawing a blank right now. Leapfrog. And he lands, and he blows out his quad. Immediate. 30 seconds into the match. Not even. Leapfrogs him, blows out his quad. Can't get up. He's in trouble. 
Doctors are getting in the ring. It's all going down. Poor Shane. It was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. I was on the Fightful overbooked. I was on there watch along with Joel and the Doc Mueller and uh, Drew Nicholas and a few others. Ryan from Mark Order Part. I was over there with them. Kate Hensler popped in for a little bit. That was a fun night. Go give them some love. Um, and it was funny. We were all laughing, but I do feel bad for Shane. That sucks. That sucks. He came back and he was there for 30 seconds and now he has an injury that's probably going to take the next eight months of his life. He's going to have to rehab and fucking not do anything and it's just going to be terrible. So I feel bad for him, but it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And um, yeah, Habguy, you are a thousand percent correct because what happened afterwards was Snoop just gets in the Miz's face. He punches him. Two good punches, too. Uh, and then he ends up hitting a uh, people's elbow. And Snoop gets the impromptu victory over the Miz on night two of WrestleMania. So the Miz, not only the host of WrestleMania, but he was uh, 0-2 WrestleMania weekend as well. Um, I assume Shane was going to beat him as well. Anyway. We then had... A Hell in a Cell. A Hell in a Cell matchup between Edge and the Demon, Finn Balor. Oh, you think so? So you think that that was already planned? And like, so what was Shane going to do? I think they planned that on the fly because Shane hurt himself. That's what I think. Because Shane would have just beat the Miz, right? You assume? That's what I would have assumed. I don't know. Who knows? Um, this match was unfortunately not cut short. I think Pluggo's got the backup on. Pluggo's got the backup. What is going on here? What's up? What's up, bro? <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. But now I'm on the phone. Can you hear me? You're on the phone. Yeah, I'm on my phone. Yeah, can I can you- hear you. You hear me? Better, worse, and different. Yeah, you know, it's all right. Just do it. It's passable. All right. Well, what did I miss? Uh, we talked Back. about backtrack. Where are we at? No, no, we're good. We talked about the Bianca Oscar match. We talked about the Shane McMahon incident. Yeah. Uh, and Snoop Dogg, and then we were just about to talk about the Hell in a Cell match, which obviously got cut short. And I don't think that they were supposed. They did everything they were supposed to do because of the cut to Finn Balor, which if you saw that picture afterwards, that was gnarly. Oof. Did I hear that he got staples mid-match? They had to. They had to stop the match so he could literally get stapled because it was bad. That's badass. And then he finished the match. Edge gets the victory. I thought the storytelling in it was... Yeah. <laughs> Did you miss it? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah, I missed it all. Plugo is gone. Ecto guy popping in. How you doing, bud? Uh, saying, see, nothing's Ecto changed. Guy, what's good? Yeah, dude, nothing changes around here. Shit just, like, all of a sudden, my uh, internet connection was like, you don't have one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Great. Unbelievable. So Unbelievable. It's um, the rads, bro. It's them rads. Yeah. I mean, what did you think of the presentation of the demon? They had the old music. They had threw some purple paint in there, but it was the demon that we're used to seeing. He had the new head thing that was kind of like spikied, spiky stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the presentation of the demon usually always. So like, it wasn't a big deal. I just was, I don't think we needed it. 
but we got it. It was cool. I think, that, like you said, there was a bunch more stuff that they were going um, to do. Oh, yeah. Get to. Like, because I, th- I think I saw at one point, like, he threw out, like, a purple and red chair from under the ring. Those didn't. Yeah, the chairs were red. They were purple tables. So they had, like, the, the colors were very. Um, yeah, they put them, like, on the weapons. Weren't the kendo? The kendo sticks were purple. That's purple. what they were. No, I saw a bunch of haters online being like, well, you can't show blood in a Hell in the Cell match. Not that kind. Not that tight. No, dude, his skull was he could ripped a pot. His brains. We don't need that. Yeah, like no, that's not that's not a, a blading job that was done by accident. Like his head was like, and he got caught. Gushed like it was bad. It was bad. Oh yeah. Um. I I yeah. I, I like the presentation overall. Again, I think the match was fine. I just for me, like, what's next for Edge? Like. Did he need that win? I know maybe they called an audible and he wasn't supposed to, but like the only one in the the only one in the judgment day that's getting wins around here is Rhea. Yeah. Have guys saying the colored weapons, I was kind of wondering if they were gonna have Judgment Day interfere, but then, then the brood make the save a Gangrel showing up. That would have been fun. Um but, but, and that's what I guess we we're about halfway through night two, and we noticed there's not there was not a lot of surprises, or not a lot of like there was just nope. not a lot of anything outside of the matches, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, considering night one, I felt like was just well paced and yeah. really good and stuff like that. Uh, after this, there was a backstage interview with uh, Bianca Belair, basically putting Oscar over um, and saying that she's going to continue to be a dominant champion. Um, yeah, the double surprise with Shane. Yeah, that was about it. That was about it. Um, then we had the Hall of Fame where all they came out. Um, we had that moment, and then we were at the main event of WrestleMania, the main event of WrestleMania Night 2. It was for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, and it was between the champion, Roman Reigns, and Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I'm going to let you go, King. Slay, take off. I know how you feel about this. I don't have much to say about the match. I thought the match was good. I thought the match was fine. Yeah. Um, the ref bump, yeah, okay. Um, the Usos coming out and then KO and Sammy coming out and running them off. Uh, yeah, Ray with the Muda looking mask from night one was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. Um, that was very cool. Um, so I thought that I thought the story of the match was really good. At, I was on the edge of my seat at the end of the match, but the whole time I was on the edge of my seat with the thought of like, holy crap, Roman's about to lose. Yeah. Roman's about to lose. Cody's going to be the new guy and this crowd's going to go crazy because the crowd's super fucking into Cody. Not just the the super they they were nuclear for Cody like they they were oh the pop that he got when he you know yeah. came out they singing the song everything man like he's the guy yes he's he is the guy my thing is this like Sammy in the and I, Sammy Zayn's rise and Cody's rise right now those don't happen very often we're spoiled that it kind of happened at the same time simultaneously. But, like, for them to not capitalize on Cody especially, because you can give, you can sell me on Sammy's story with Jay. That's fine. I can live with that. But, like, wh- what do you do now? I know 1,000 Days is nice, and it makes sense, and it's all night and tidy, and it's something that hasn't happened ever either. But, like, now you're telling me you're forcing that. They're forcing a thousand days because Cody was there. And if Cody wins it at Backlash or wins it at SummerSlam, it's not the same. 
It's, the, exactly. it's not the same than winning it at WrestleMania. WrestleMania is your fucking main. That's the show. That is your show. Yeah. You don't win Super Bowls during AFC. No, you don't. Exactly. You don't win Super Bowls in week fucking eight. That doesn't happen. It does not happen. I cannot understand. I mean, I can't understand, but I cannot understand for the life of me how this happened. Like that is the, that's a fucking layup. That is a layup decision. Roman's been the champ. Cody is clearly over. Yeah. Everybody likes Cody. Everybody wants Cody to win. Cody is the new face of your company. That's it. And, it? I, and, and all these people, and I, oh my God, I have so much to say. Um, say it. That's what we, we have. We have guys saying, I have had people argue if Cody wins, that's just it. Cody w- wins, then who's he faced? Who's Roman facing now? Roman's ran through the roster. It's the same fucking shit. Here's my thing. And then there are people online that are going, well, Cody just came back. You can't. And they were going like, what's the story with Cody? He's only been back. The story for Cody started when Cody fucking left six years ago, guys. That's part of the story. Cody's been in our, in our wrestling lives since he was 19. He's my age. Yeah. He's been around for a long time. The story wasn't a year ago when Cody came back. The story is everything. It's everything that has to do with Cody. Him being Dusty's kid. Him coming up and being in legacy with Randy Orton. Him being Stardust. Him saying, I believe in myself and leaving and making a main event name for himself and creating a company that is the direct competition to WWE and then him coming back to do what they said he couldn't do before. That's the story. And the culmination was him beating the dude, the most dominant dude of this era for those titles at WrestleMania. It was a layup decision, and they went, no, we like the number 1,000. It looks nice. Go fuck yourself. That (laughs) is a terrible decision. Even for the guy, even for the fan base that thinks like, all right, Cody is all just you make Cody in this moment and now you have another unbelievable another star to bank on and I guess just optically like if you if you like Roman you like Roman Roman's been fantastic during this run I get it but like like you said like what's next like who's the person that's gonna do it like how do you do we go to next WrestleMania it would just feel really weird if Roman dropped this title like a money in the bank yeah or something like, like that. It, it like, makes no sense. It makes no sense. It was an easy decision to make. And you didn't you, make it. Do you think, in, in the chat, I can't see the chat because I'm on the backup plan. So you guys feel free to sound off in the chat as well. Do you think Endeavor maybe said, no, we want Roman? As I mean, I possibly. Possibly. Because that's my only thought process is like, why would you bring Cody back, build him up to be this force? Have it put him in this spot, have him cut the promos the way that he cut them about like, you know, and then just to have him come up short. Yeah, that's a gut wrenching moment. And Cody chasing, that'll be a fun story. But it's like, it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to, no. it's not going to hit. It's not going to hit next year at WrestleMania. It's not the title there. Like it's, it's, and, and, and that's the thing but why that's credit to the story being told so damn well. That you were like, Cody's that guy. It's ready. It's time. Roman's time is up. Like, here's the guy to do it. 
And it, it, and I guess that's why I'm so heated and I get so angry about it because it's over now. Like, do I think Cody's never going to win the title? No, I know Cody probably at some point Cody's going to win the title, but that's not, that's not the point. Like the, the point, the story was him winning in that moment and WrestleMania going off with him as the new champion and everyone losing their minds and creating that moment. And now no matter where that moment happens, it's not going to be, you're not going to be able to recreate what we had going into that main event on Sunday, no matter what you do, no matter what you do. Will it feel good when Cody finally wins? Yeah, I'm a Cody fan. Do I think they can get the crowd to still be behind him? Yes, but not like that, man. That is WrestleMania. That is your creme. Like That's the story, and you ruined it, and you ruined it for no reason other than to get Roman to a thousand. Like That's not good enough for me. That's not good enough. And I it, um, it real as you can tell, it really sits raw with me. I don't like it. No pun intended. It's but it pisses just, me off. It's like I said, babyface stories like this or credible challengers to Roman or whatever, like they don't come along very often. And here you had a guy that was just knocking every thing out of the park. It reminds me of that brass rings, like you know, grab the brass brass ring and then you just never get there. Like you're gonna really have to heat somebody up to take down, yeah. and if it's Cody, it's like he already did that. Why are we doing it again? Why? Because he can't. Because he just came back. Who cares? That would be a bigger story. And for the fa- and then for everybody that said, well, it would have been predictable for Cody to win. Why would it? Predictable doesn't mean bad. Exactly. Predict the predictable thing is not always the wrong thing. Doesn't mean it's bad. It was predictable for Stone Cold Steve Austin to win the main event of WrestleMania 14 against Shawn Michaels. It happened. Guess what? It was a great moment. It was predictable for Daniel Bryan to win at WrestleMania 30. Guess what? It happened. It was a great moment. Predictable is not bad. Sometimes the the most I'm gonna not. I'm heated, so I'm gonna not think properly. But sometimes the most logical thing, or the thing that you look at and you go, "Oh, that's the obvious thing they should do." Sometimes the obvious thing is the right thing to do, and the obvious thing to do in this case was to put the belts on Cody fucking Rhodes, and you didn't do it, and it's stupid. It was a dumb decision. That then the couple live in with like what happened, and then you exactly, and then you just transfer it over. We wake up on Monday morning. And you could tell by that crowd, that crowd was amped. That crowd thought Cody was going to win, especially when Sammy and KO came out. That crowd was losing their mind. They were like, holy shit, this is happening. Cody's winning. And then he doesn't. And it's a fucking bullshit. Like Solo gets involved, low blow bullshit, spear over, ref bump. And it's like, you could feel... Much like we felt in Montreal when Ophelia says when they didn't give it to Sammy, it was because they were giving it to Cody. So a lot of people were like, well, it's Cody. Exactly. <laughs> like That was the thing. Like everyone was so pumped for Sammy. Sammy didn't get it. But every all of us were like, yeah, but they're going to give it to Cody. So that's OK. We like Cody. Like, that's cool. We'll see where it goes. And then you build Cody to be that guy again where everyone's like, oh, shit, it's Cody. And then you didn't give it to Cody. And I've seen the and I've seen the the the, the memes or the the side by sides of the John Cena arc, where Brock did the same thing to Cena like eleven years ago. But we got to remember one thing: like Cena is bulletproof, was bulletproof at that time. He could take that kind of demoralizing loss and be fine. Cody has that group of people that don't believe that he's the guy. 
and they don't believe that he's a main event player and he just came back and he's, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's that, there's that segment. This would have made Cody when no doubt, this is the guy we're behind. We're going to push him. We're going to run with it. And they chose not to. And it was, it was a weird way to end a rough mania, especially given all of the news of the WWE being bought and, just the misses that they had at night too. And it just left a really rough taste in your mouth. And then you roll that into Monday with that. He gets his ass just absolutely destroyed by Brock Lesnar. Do we need Brock Lesnar versus Cody right now? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Look at, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not going to enjoy a Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar match. Like that yeah. match is probably going to be great and I'm going to enjoy it. However, now Cody Again, now he's who what is Cody now? He's just another guy that lost to Roman. Yeah. Now and Cody's just another guy. And it's like, no, that you you what? What is going on here? To make him the guy. And you just didn't do it. For no reason. For no reason. Oh my God. Because and then nine so a thousand days for Roman Reigns is that he's at 950 or something like that it's got to be something like nine it's going to be right around or the day of the Saudi show is a thousand days so it's somewhere like right around it that's a, and I and I'm going to tell you guys for the people that are and I'm not saying anybody here in this chat or just in I'm saying in general like if Cody wins in Saudi and breaks the thousand day streak I've had this conversation with a couple people that think that that's the way to go but it's not it's not going to be the same and here's why like a lot of people don't watch those Saudi shows this was the show that everybody watches everybody tunes in your lapsed fans your hardcore fans they're all here this is the one i saw the stat they posted it on raw they said over 500 million views across all of it for wrestlemania content this weekend that was the time to do it. That Saudi show, while it will be big and it's going to be a spectacle, is not going to do the numbers. So, yeah, you're going to say Cody's the guy, but he's not the WrestleMania moment guy? Like, give us that moment. That's what we wanted. God, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't know. If, hell, I don't know if they do it at Saudi. I, I don't know. With Endeavor yep. being involved I, now, I don't know if they, want, if they like the idea of Roman being the guy, if they're cool with Roman taking – Tie them off. The whole merger thing is just a mess. In my not a mess in a bad way. I just don't know where we're going yet. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just there's a lot of loose ends to it. And I think that they were like, no, we want Roman. Maybe they thought having a new champion going into a sale is not a good idea because you don't know if it's going to hit. You know Roman's a box office draw. Mm -hmm. And they stuck there. Brutal. But Brutal. it sucks for Cody. And of course, everybody, I saw all the memes and all the of him smashing the throne and then being like, gotcha, you're back, we got yeah. you. Except it ain't Hunter that's doing it. No, I know, but. Piss me know. off. And so then we wake up Monday morning, and the news is official that WWE reached a deal with Endeavor, and they're going to form a new huge company that will include the UFC. It's official. Yeah. And There's I. When I saw that, I didn't know if that was going to be a good thing or not. Because, you know, we saw the Disney's being floated. Yeah. We saw Peacock, you know, uh, Disney, Saudi, all of it. Like st some streaming service, like a Peacock buying it out and just having it now and things like yep. that. When, Endeavor, when the Endeavor News hit, I was like, oh, they own the UFC. What does that mean? Like, 
Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, there was a company-wide meeting in the afternoon uh, that Triple H, and uh, there was an email that was distributed saying that Triple H was going to remain the COO. Um, uh, Fightful Select had a report that said that the people they talked to at the time were adamant that even if Vince was involved in top level. So Vince had an interview where he said he was going to be involved with top levels of creative, but he wouldn't be in the weeds. In the weeds. In the weeds was the comment he used, uh, which I don't know what that means. What is main event? The fucking weeds? What does that mean? Because, you know, leading into it, everyone was saying, oh, no, you know, Triple H told the the crew nothing's going to change day to day. Like, I'm still going to be here. Nick Khan's still going to be here, blah, blah, blah. Vince is not going to be, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then you hear the stories and the reports that going into Monday, an hour before the show, Vince is fucking ripping up the script. And he's at Gorilla, and he's making changes, and he's doing all this stuff, and Vince was very back. And if you didn't know that just from the reports, all you had to do was watch Raw on Monday night, and you would have known damn friggin' well that Vince McMahon was back. Because the whole first hour, which was commercial-free, by the way, had zero wrestling. Zero wrestling on it. None. I thought it had Omos Swash a guy for a couple minutes. Okay, Two, all right. Ooh, so, I, like I said, zero wrestling. <laughs> zero. Yeah, that and then that the, raw t- sucked. The raw after Mania. This is how That's the I biggest thought. raw of the year. If you put that raw on in the middle of like October, whatever, like okay, whatever, it's not going to be great. But it's not. It was supposed to be the raw after Mania. Supposed to be a big deal, supposed to be new chapters, new stories, and it just felt like filler, like they were just placeholding. And I again I don't know if the sales the reason that they did that or Vince yeah, and being basically mad. no women on Raw either. Exactly. There was there was the one woman's match. Yeah, they didn't and they, they had the segment with Bianca and Rhea, which was even kind of weird to me. Like you're already gonna go to that. Like, okay. <laughs> Are you gonna merge the women's titles? Like I love the fact that Rhea and Bianca have this feud and they're going to have this feud hopefully forever because I think they're two badass women that shouldn't like each other, but mm-hmm. I didn't think you needed to do it the Raw after Mania. I agree. And they didn't have Bailey. Bailey didn't come out. She got cut from the show, which there was no Becky. There was no Trish. There was no Lita. Like, it just... You had Austin Theory and Ray, but nobody was feeling that. Like that building just felt like, what are we doing here? This is supposed to be the Raw after Mania. This is supposed to be huge spot after huge you know, moment, new things. This is the new season, new chapter. And it was just like, oh, we're going to have Brock. The main event didn't even happen. Yeah, that was the thing. And like the most noteworthy thing that comes out of that Raw is the beginning sequence where Cody's like, first of all, Cody goes out there and he goes, I almost had your beat. I want a rematch. And then Roman says no. And he goes, all right, well, then can we have a tag match then? Like a fucking nerd. No, <laughs> no. If he says, no, I don't want a rematch. You go, uh, well, you didn't beat me fair, asshole. You needed your whole crew here to beat me. Yeah. So how about you grow some and we have a rematch? And then he just goes, all right, well, I guess since you said no, um, can we do a tag match? I'll find somebody. No, no, you're not a nerd, Cody. You're the fucking dude. Figure it out. Attack him, take him down until he has to say yes. Even he made his, Cody look like like he went from the guy who should win the main event of WrestleMania to a fucking no, not a nobody, but like somebody who doesn't matter in 24 hours. Yeah. It's and incredible. His, his delivery it's throughout incredible. that thing was bad. It wasn't great. It didn't, he didn't feel 
I don't. He didn't feel like he was behind what he was saying. Oh, because he knows it's over. Yeah. He knows it's over. Even now, he's just like, great. I'm fucking gonna be wearing Stardust in two months. I'm gonna be doing the Stardust shit again. That's what I'm gonna be doing. That's how it felt to me. Like he was like not. He was like, great. I'm so happy I came back. Like I would have rather had Cody come out and just start swinging. Fight him. I want to fight you. Like if if you're gonna if you're gonna eventually give it to Cody, like keep it going. And that now he's got this Brock stuff to deal with. Again, I don't. I, I like you said. I don't think Brock versus Cody is a bad match. I just don't think it's something that we need right now. Awful. It was so bad. It was the only the only thing that happened. And then again, and then they promoted the shit out of that main event being a huge main event. And Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of Cody, and that's the end of Raw. Matt Riddle came back. That was, yeah, Matt Riddle coming back. Um, that was it. Yeah. What else What else happened that you would want to talk about from that? I mean, the, uh, Street Profits and KO and Sammy had a pretty good match. That was about it. But other than that, there was nothing. Bad bun- Well, the Bad Bunny stuff, but we referenced that earlier. But the Bad Bunny stuff was all right. Priest yep. took him through a table. But this Raw sucked. No returns, no call-ups. They made they made Cody look like a nerd. Like how many Nobody, times do we need it? Like any story, really? I mean, there was that Cody that doesn't that doesn't push along the story. It just feels like it. I don't feel more excited about anything that happened after that. And this isn't us dumping on the WWE. No, night. We've been very pro WWE. No, I'm dumping on the WWE because if Vince is if Vince is back in charge. It's going to be awful again. I have no reason to believe it's going to be watchable again. And the, and the, and, the, and he is back. And I don't care what he said in that interview. No, he's back. He's back. There are reports that he is back, changing scripts, doing that's now again. A lot of people. I listened to the list. Is like Endeavor. Whoever the guy was, the I can't remember his name. Ar, it's Ari something. Ari, Ari something. It's yeah. Ari on the UFC side. It's Vince on the Vince. other side, and then everyone else. Yeah. And then Dana White is the president of USC. Nick Khan is the president of yeah, and they're WWE, the and that's it. But they're like, that's how that goes. So and, um, the, and so he's sitting there at the top now. There's really no one for him to answer to other than the president of Endeavor. And there, I, I have to feel like Endeavor's not making this deal and putting Vince in that spot if they're not married to each other. But it's the thing is, this is not even the best deal in the interest of WWE or the shareholders. This is the best deal for Vince because right. this was the only deal that was going to let Vince remain in charge. He's the old, that's the only company. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so he was like, you know what? I'll, I'll do this because this is not what's best for everybody else, but this is what's best for me. And I get to be back in charge and doing all my shit and doing, making terrible. Re- uh, next week on Raw, I guarantee you we're going to see four rematches. <laughs> four rematches. Unbelievable. <laughs> Guarantee you on. I can guarantee you this, JPJ. If they do that next week on Raw and they promote it as such, I won't watch it live. I will. No, and I, you know, I, I showed you. I showed you a tweet earlier before we came on. I was like, hey, "Have you seen the tweet of that?" The so Roman. There's a video of yeah. this little kid, and Roman beats Cody at WrestleMania, and the father is shitting on the little kid, and he throws streamers, and he's celebrating that Roman won. And the kid just stands up and looks at him and he just goes, this is bullshit. And he just storms off into his room. That kid's probably like eight, nine years old. I'm 38. I had that same response on Sunday night. I was like, this is bullshit. I, that main event ended. I went, what the hell was that? 
What the hell was that? On social medias, I'll put that in the video. I was pissed. I I was that kid. I was like, what is going on? And then I watched Raw, and I was like, I I was like, the end of Saturday night, I was like, man, I, because look at, and I love AEW, and I watch some of the other stuff sparingly, but I'm really an AEW, I, but I grew up on WWE. I love the WWE. And the WWE has been terrible for a long time. And it was feeling good again to watch WWE products for the last six to eight yeah. months. And in 24 hours, I feel like that shit was just taken from me again. And I'm pissed off about it. And it makes me and upset. I, and I think rightfully so. And I, I think I think I think you you know speak for a lot of people in that sense. Like there's so much uncertainty here. It was starting to get in the right direction. You could tell, like again, and I said it earlier, Triple H's vision. Maybe not everything was going the way um, it needed to go, but he started to build some momentum. The shows were getting better. He was starting to implement some of these. We saw fresh matchups. There were new people getting wins and pushes and things of that nature. And now it was like, oh, how did Raw end? Oh, Brock Lesnar standing tall. Great. Okay. We haven't seen this before. (laughs) Fuck it. And I like Brock Lesnar, but we haven't seen this before 50,000 times. Right. It's the same shit. Main event booked at the beginning of the show, huge once in a lifetime tag match on Raw doesn't fucking happen. Yeah, that's that's a that's a Vince ending right there. Thousand percent. I even saw like the next day he's already next day or so he's already being investigated for violating practices on the sale because they know it was they know that this deal is not what's best for the shareholders. So that tells me. Again, I don't. I, I'm not a business guy. Clearly, like I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know if this is legitimate. I don't know if anything can come of it. Tonight, but like this probably tells me that there's probably a shareholder or two that are sitting there going, like, we can make more money doing this a different way. Yeah, sir. Normally, and Vince is like, well, I don't give a shit, and he's like, and they're like, well, I do. I do. Normally, in these spots, we call in our buddy Warren Hayes, but yeah, Kristen, you, he went. He went almost four hours on Tuesday night. I know Warren did. Hayes went. Warren went almost four hours on Tuesday night yeah. talking about this shit. Because Kristen Ashley's birthday is today, so he's a little preoccupied. Happy birthday, Kristen Ashley! Oh, yes. But yeah, I I don't feel confident about the sale. I don't feel good about it because I don't know enough about it to feel great about it. And the way it looks is that this sale or this merger, like you said, it was for one person and one person only because he felt. He felt slighted that he got booted out of his company for doing slimy shit. And you know what? Here and here's what. And I, I don't know how. To, I don't want to word this and sound like an insensitive person or just. But like he's 80 years old. What's and I don't mean that. And I, like, but I just keep thinking like this is not a long term solution because he's 80 years old. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying, like. What do you, they're going to have to restructure this thing again, you know, or he can't keep it up with this. He's not, he's clearly losing his mind because of the way he's done things over the last year or so. I just don't. Yeah, but you have a big time company like Endeavor and that Ari guy publicly saying like, we wouldn't have done this if Vince wasn't going to be involved and stuff like that. It's like, what? They can't be watching the programming then. Well, I mean, I think that what they're probably doing is just saying the right things because, Once and first of all, the I don't know how all this works. If you it, business people go listen to Warren, if you like Fightful, go listen to Listen Your Boy because Jimmy Van is a businessman and he went in deep on it as well. 
those are people you want to listen to because they work in that type of business and they know more about that than me or Plugo do. But like, I'm assuming it's going to take a little bit before Endeavor actually like own, you know what I mean? Well, here's what like, I'll say. Here's what I'll say on that end. I, w- I worked at a, co- I worked at a company that went through a big merger with a bigger company and they said all those things at the big, oh, of course, we're not going to change anything. We, it's we all like a lie. It's all we, a lie. You do. So we're going to stick with you. And then you start to see it slowly. They'll start to put in their people. They'll start to use their best practices. You will start to see changes. And of course, right out the gate, it's happy go lucky. Everything's going to stay the same. But when they start busting into these books and they start seeing the way things are going and they start, you know, I do, I will give Endeavor some credit. They do the UFC thing. So they do kind of understand the live sports combat side of things. But what, you know, what's to say that they're like, you know what? We, why are you paying this person this and they're you know not doing anything or vice versa mm-hmm. I, I i don't know they're going to change things things are going to change that's just the nature of the business i don't know if they're going to be good changes and if they're all in on vince i i mean i'd be worried if i was a wrestler like i heard you know we saw the rumors and the reports from oh yeah the reports from fifo select and sean rossap are saying that morale is very gone. low right now gone um, and the, they're they're not they're not thrilled that Vince is back. They, you know, we're not going to go into reports because, you know, these people aren't going to all quit and do that. They have families to provide yeah. for. Like, it's not like they can, you know, if you see the people like they should do a walkout or they should do that. Yeah. And lose their fucking jobs. Like they have families and I get it. They make a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But like, what are you talking about? Like, no, no, not everybody can afford to do that. Not everybody has the motivation to do something like that. But at the same time. Morale is on an all-time low. Sean Rossap said he wouldn't be shocked if a few talents, including maybe an, a higher talent or two, asked for their release because of this and things of that because they don't want Vince around. They enjoyed Vince not being around. They enjoyed the communication with Hunter. They enjoyed having opportunity to like actually perform and be on the show, and it felt like it was promising, and there was right. room for people and things like that. And now in the span of 24 hours – Raw felt like same old shit, man. Same old shit. We're cutting this. We're cutting that. We're right, ripping up the script. We're doing this. We're doing same old shit, man. Three hour Raw. We had the Omos squash match theory, Ray and damage control. That was it, right? Unless was there no the tag match, Usos and uh, not Usos, Street Profits and KO. Four hours you had four matches or three hours you had four matches, but one of those matches lasted all of two minutes. Like. And you advanced zero storylines. Correct. The only storyline you advanced was Cody getting the shit beat out of my Brock Lesnar. Oh my god, so stupid. All right. Oh man, it's it's a weird time to be a wrestling fan. This whole year has been weird, man. Like Vince is in, he's out. He wants back. He's got you know WWE's picking up steam. They got they're thinking about selling. They sold, then they didn't sell. Now they're sold. Now they're merged. We got Mrs. Plugo know. in the chat saying hello. Hello, Mrs. Plugo. If you're oh, listening, yeah, Mrs. Plugo, I can't respond to you via text because I'm off the phone because something happened to our internet connection. So hi, she texted me and I can't. <laughs> we got to finish saying whether people were cut Monday or they walked out seems up in the air too. And then she's saying shout out to Mrs. Plugo. We got turnbuckle talk, Carl. Talk that man. Popping in saying good evening, you handsome gents. Always good to see you. Always good to see you. We've been going for an hour and 48 minutes all about the WWE because of the craziness and 
Um, yeah, I'm bummed, man. I'm just bummed. Yeah, like the biggest name we've seen so far with the biggest gripe is in a rumor is like a Bailey, right? Like the the whole thing that went down with her, and it works twofold, right? Like if I'm like we'll talk about him in a few minutes. Like if I'm FTR, for instance, like FTR was rumored to come back. Would you want to come back now? Yep. Probably not. Ricky Starks, you know that Cody's buddy. Like even though you're Cody's buddy, would you want to go there? MJF, do you really want to go there? Like. I, it's it's up in the air, and if they're treating they're treating that top talent like that, like there's not there's no reason in my mind that a person like Bailey should not be on your programming weekly, regardless. Like if she's healthy and available, like you don't have something for her. She couldn't have came out and valeted to Damage Control's tag match. Like why would you cut that? Yeah. And Sean Rossap had reported that she was there, she was ready, she was hitting, and they cut it right before she cut. They took her out of it. So if yeah. you're breaking up damage control, have her screw them in the match or something. It just felt weird. Like why would you want to piss off unless, unless you know Vince is like, oh, you're Sasha's friend. Yeah, maybe. You yeah. know, what I mean? like, it could be. Knowing Vince, it could be. He, Who this, knows? It seems like he hold. I, he doesn't seem he holds these grudges that like for a businessman just are silly and petty. It's like, you're, you're telling me you can't make money with these people. I don't know, man. It did not sit well with me on Monday. I, cause I do, um, I do, I'll stay up for big Ross, but full shoot, you know, you and I, we get up early on the, you know, weekday mornings for work. So like, if I don't deem the show to be something that like is astounding, I'll go to bed and catch up, you know, in the morning, I'll make sure I catch Mm -hmm. up and be in the know but i was like monday after mania night one was good night two was not but it's still monday night raw after mania there's all this hope and then they sold the company and everything went to shit and now i'm sitting here going like i don't know what to expect on friday mm-hmm. tomorrow because hunter's gonna kick off raw or smackdown, smackdown yeah Talk with that hunter kicked off raw, raw after any, mania. any lie to all of us leaving yeah Vince was like, "Hey, and go out there and basically tell tell them nothing's changing, even though I'm I'm taking it all back." Um, we have to end the show in ten minutes, and we haven't even talked about Jay White. No, we do. Yes, we do. We go till ten o'clock. Damn it. Let's go to ten ten o five. We'll talk about some dynamite. Well, we got ten minutes to talk about dynamite, but first, I want to talk about Jay White because, oh my god, um, see if this works. What the hell are you doing? And there's a lot of people who are holding a grudge against Vince McMahon like crazy, especially like Twitter. It's true. Wait, what? Hey! Oh, turn that other one off, bro. Yeah, what the heck? Kick this guy out of here. I did kill him. You're not on there. There we go. There it is. Boom. Vince is a predator. That's what it is. That's why people don't want to part of it. Not even including the terrible decision making he makes and the terrible shows he produces. He's a not good human. So, uh, yeah. Um, Listen, I think we can get another 10, 15 minutes out of you talking to Quick Dynamite before you eat. So let's do it. Vince is a per- Vince is a scumball, and I can't believe that there's people that still want to work with him. I know money money trumps everything, but damn. Like, he doesn't exactly have the face to be like, he's not exact. he's got a lot of ugh to him. And they're just like, yeah, let's do this. Let's put it back in charge. I, uh, the, he must have some shit on these Endeavor guys. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Um, and yeah, our buddy but he's Drew Nicholas was company, at AEW. He's now in a company. He now with Endeavor is he owns Dana White. 
he's above yeah. Dana White. Yeah. Was that his ultimate goal? It's like, let me get the UFC anyway. But yes, yeah. if, keep the chat coming. But yeah, we're. I want to talk about Dynamite. Yes, we want to get out of here in a timely fashion. I'm hungry too. JPJ is hungry. The show's been off the rails. I'm glad the internet's working again. This is much better setup for me. I feel more confident talking this way. You don't see my double chin as much. But Dynamite was a good night. It was a good yeah. show. And it was I, a good I, episode of Dynamite. When I, and I think, you, I think AEW saw what was going on in the wrestling landscape. Yeah. And I Tony Khan was like, we got to have a good fucking show. I think it'll benefit us a lot if we put on a good show with what's going on over here. Uh, and I think they did. Um, the show ended up uh, started off. We're not going to go things by things. We'll just go like, you know, kind of the stuff yeah, that stuck was out a, to there us. There were some key points, yeah. Oh, but there were. And it started off with the key point because we were going to have the grudge match. And it was going to be Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks. The show starts off with Ricky Starks coming down to the ring. And just as he's about to get in the ring, you hear Bullet Club. And you hear the blade and yeah. switchblade. Jay White shows up to start the show. He gets the graphic afterwards saying that he is all like elite. Right away. A guy like that, you don't fucking wait around. Isn't that um, funny though? You like because I tweeted, I was like, this is how you start off a dynamite. Ricky Starks. Hell yeah. Ass kicked within 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 12 Bla- seconds. Jay White after goes that, down there. Him and Tony- Juice Robinson. Absolutely destroy Ricky, Ricky Starks. He hits the blade runner. And then Tony got signed him just like that. Yeah, boom. <laughs> See you later. Super funny. Uh, like, hey, I'm, this guy just whooped your ass. He showed me something. Signed yeah. him. And it's one of those things where, like, again, awesome. and we're, we're, we're on to AEW. But he however, was heavily rumored to go Heavily to rumored to go to WWE. Flightful Select says, you know, white signed with All Elite Wrestling. On what Fightful has confirmed is a multi-year contract. Fightful was able to learn that the deal was in place ahead of WrestleMania 39, and WWE sources were aware that he would not be coming in by by then. White's impending free agency first hit our radar around Wrestle Kingdom when we learned WWE had interest in him. And the following weeks, WWE were even confident that they would land White. So it was to a point where they were interested and they were confident they were going to get this guy. Triple H and William Regal both showed interest. However, WWE higher up said that the company failed to communicate properly along the process before noting that AEW landing him over WWE was, was could have been a product of Vince's return and the lack of main roster hires since well, his I, return. Yeah, well, that I could see I could see a Vince McMahon full disclosure going. Who the fuck is Jay in, White? Put him in NXT. And I've seen I, I could see Vince McMahon going, I don't know who this guy is. We're not signing him. I literally don't know who he is. But I, yeah, or, or, and I've saw that discourse with everybody going, put him in NXT. Jay White is not NXT. No, He's not. Jay White that is the guy that shows up. He, Jay White is a guy that shows up on your main roster, main roster night one, and that dude is a star. And he beats at Austin Theory, which was always rumored to be, or John Cena or something like you make. Yeah. But if they miscommunicated and they drop the ball, and again, it could be because of all this. If you're, I don't know who was in charge of hiring during the whole Vince thing when he wasn't available, whether it was Triple H, whether it was some other entity, whether it was a Nick Khan mm-hmm. or Fitz was still in the ear. But I could see them not wanting to sign a guy or maybe not knowing what to do and it becoming like a talent going, well, you guys are kind of up in the air. I know you're the WWE and you're the main event of wrestling, but like you're kind of, <laughs> you're kind of in flux right now. I'm going to go do this AEW thing. Yeah. Just as good, in my opinion. I'm psyched for it. I think. Oh that's my awesome. god, I am too. I am too. Jay White is a bona fide star. 
He's already got built-in feuds that he can re- do with because of the New Japan Bullet Club, all that stuff. So, I mean, it's going to be and a perfect, really, really good. And I think it'll be a good thing for him and Ricky Starks. I think this will be another one of those feuds where it's like, oof, that's going to rule. Oh, I yeah. feel bad for Ricky Starks because he's probably going to lose it, but I think it'll put him into some spotlights and get him some eyes on him that he didn't have before. Yep. We had four championship matches on this AEW Dynamite last night. The first one was for the trios title. It was House of Black versus Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. And this Sue! Was, and Sue, driv- driving him in in the minivan. Our Hi, friend Sue. of the show, Sue. Hi. Hi. We love you. We miss you. Come um, back. Yeah. Uh, this match was fun, as you would expect it to be. The House of Black is awesome. Brody King continues to just be an absolute beast of a man. I love that guy. Uh-oh. Did we lose Plugo again? All right. No, you're good. No, no. no you I'm froze up shocking, like, for a very What's quick What's funny is no. when you said you lost me the first time, which you totally did, all of my stuff was still good. You were the one that was frozen. Really? Super weird. I was still there. But whatever. All right. Anyway. Um, so I thought that match was pretty good. Uh, we saw Luchasaurus make his return in a backstage vignette with Christian Cage. Tell me what you thought about this Jamie Hayter Riho match for the AEW Women's Championship. I thought it was really good. I'm I not, did too. I'm I not the too. biggest Riho fan, but she's very good in the ring. She's very hell talented. And this was the match I think that the AEW Women's Championship needed, like just a banger. Yeah. And it wasn't mm-hmm. at 930 and it didn't feel rushed and they all got their spots in. Jamie Hader is a million bucks. Like she's like she just she's a breakout, in my opinion. Like they threw her into this because she was over. They listened to the crowd. When the fans, when you listen to your fans, you get results. You know. Yep. I thought this was a great match. I, I was excited for it, and I thought it did wonders for the women's division moving forward. Because again, you could show, put them on at a different time, and just do their thing, and it'll be great. Yeah, I agree. Was- I liked it a lot. Afterwards, the outcast said all three of them are going to take the title away from uh, Jamie Hayter. <laughs> when Renee was like, well, there's three of you and only one title. And they were like, Damn, we're all going to do it. We're uh, just going to free, but we're going to free. I got to We're going to free bird. Um, yeah, because that, that works out. <laughs> very bizarre. Um, what do we have after that? MJF day. Oh, my God. Oh what an amazing segment this was. Uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman is played out to the ring by a band. Uh, like a big band. Like one of those. Like a big like band. Swing, like, a, like a swing Yes, band, like a swing yeah. big big band. And he performs, MJF performs Pennies from Heaven, a famous song. Um, and he performs when it full it rains, on. It rains, yeah, he was, it was good. He was pretty good. Uh he then is given a key to the city by the, not the mayor, but somebody, high-ranking officer or something like that of the city. Um, and then MJF is telling a story about a math his elementary school math teacher who didn't believe in him, calls her a bitch, says that, hey, look at me now. I'm the AEW champion now. Um, and then he goes back up on the stage. And he says, hey, for my lucky people in uh, Long Island, who wants to hear an encore? And the crowd <laughs> is like, hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. And as he's doing it, he starts giving a, a guy some crap for playing the wrong kind of tune or whatever. MJF turns around, and we find out that that guy is one Jungle, Jungle Boy. Jungle Man. Yes. Uh, Jack 
at that point, Jack and Maxwell get separated, and then Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. He comes out because he has a match with command with a commander next. Who that commander guy, man? What the fuck, dude? Nick yeah, he did some crazy shit. And he did some stuff on the collective weekend, like with GCW. He fought stuff. El Viking, oh, Viking, yeah. Vikingo. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, and I thought this this match was a showcase match for Sammy, but Commander looked good in it. But we all knew Sammy was going to win. Um, but I loved it because Sammy came out when they were getting separated. Sammy picked up the world title. He lifted it up. He went right in Jack Perry's face with him holding the title, and then he went over to Max, and Max was screaming, "Give it to me!" And Sammy gave him the title and kind of shoved him. Went into the ring, had a really good match with Commander. Ended up hitting the GTH for the victory, and, and then he afterwards good, he had a good promo. He too. had a good promo here. He had a good promo. Um, he says that Matt, that MJF never beat him cleanly. He had some guy that he used come down and beat him. Sean Spears with a chair. Um, Sammy Guevara also said he doesn't care that if he's loved or hated. He said he'll be the next champion because unlike Max, he's not using people and using the company to get anywhere else like the bidding war of 2024, that he loves AEW and he's in AEW to stay. He's also said something along the lines that Max has used everybody and anybody to get to the top. He mentioned Cody. Yeah. He mentioned They mentioned him being Cody friends. twice. They mentioned Cody show. twice that night. Yeah, you know why? Because they probably that's probably them saying, hey, leave and come back. It's going to go Cody shitty Khan over there. Was like, remember when you built this thing? Yeah, remember? We're going, remember? To, we're going to love. Remember when you hated it over there? It's about to go back that way, brother. Come on, come on, come home, brother. Come on, we, uh, we miss you, <laughs> Cody. First, we'll let you win the title this time. I promise. Uh, you know, so. But um, well, that was Cody's I thought it was a good, damn fault. That wasn't a hit. TK didn't. I know, say that. I know. But yeah. I thought it was a good promo. I thought it was a good promo from uh, from Guevara here. Again, I I, I want them to do the fatal four way route. Once Spencer kind of said that to us, I've been kind of on board with that. I would prefer them to do a fatal four way, but it looks like they're going to do the kind of the one on one thing between all three of them. But I would like a fatal four way. I think that would be fun. I think that would be fun. Um, All right, I'll let you take this one. We then had the FTW championship match. Your boy Hook. (laughs) You know all I'm going to say about is Hook came out. That's it. (laughs) It was awesome. It was, but Hook, you know, there was some dissension that caused the victory for Hook as Matt Hardy. At one point, the ref was getting uh, distracted by, um, come on, dude. Come on, dude. What's his name? Party guy. Yeah, what's his name? Cassidy. Isaiah Cassidy. That's right. He was was getting getting distracted by Isaiah Cassidy. Ethan Page was looking to take the FTW title to hit Hook with it. And Matt Hardy kind of was holding it saying, no. And then Matt Hardy hit Ethan Page with the title, and that got Ethan Page right into Red Rum, and he went out cold and hook. And they're running it back Friday night. They are running it back with FTW rules as well. If you haven't seen the online vignette or the online interview with Ethan Page backstage after that match, you should go check it out. It's very good. Ethan Page is very, very good. What are FTW rules? Uh, basically falls count anywhere. Anything goes. Okay. All right. So that's going to be dope. And that's, so a that'll live be on rampage. Friday. Yeah. It's a live rampage. It's actually not terribly far from me and they're doing battle of the belts battle right after. Belts. Yep. So, um, all right. Then we get the big announcement. Nigel McGinnis. Good to see Nigel McGinnis. I love yes. Nigel McGinnis. Nigel McGinnis and Tony Khan are backstage. This is where we got the second Cody reference, where basically Tony Khan was like, back <laughs> before Ryan. AEW, four guys, the Young Bucks, Kenny and Cody, they did all in. It was the biggest independent wrestling show ever. It put a lot of eyes on them, and that you know AEW wouldn't be here without it. So Sunday, 
August 27th in London, England at he Wembley was so Stadium. Awkward. He always is. So, but he was like, it was like Nigel sitting right next to you and he's like staring at like it looked like a teleprompter. It's like you could just be like, hey, Nigel, we're happy to have you. But it says like, Nigel, we're super excited to have you. Just look over and tell him that, Tony. You know, <laughs> super you know? weird. Um, yeah, Wembley Stadium is Wembley that Stadium. There's no all out. No, I think the rumor is that they're going to do all out the next weekend, Labor Day weekend, per use. Oh, so they're going to again. Do I don't know. I don't know if that's true, huh? but I, I've heard some rumblings that 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 might be the rumor is that they're going to do all out the natural way in Chicago the week because I think this is the week before Labor Day. Yeah, this and is all like out usually is Labor Day weekend. Like that's yeah. the tradition, right? But so this is all in, so they're bringing all in back. First time as a Tony Khan said, first time they're doing all in as an A as AEW. Yes. That's and it will be at Wembley Stadium. Favorite argument with like internet trolls is like all in was not the beginning of AEW. Yeah, Aphilia says all in followed by all out back to back weeks. Maybe ah, is the rule. I'd be cool with that. I would be cool if they wanted to do these things where they went and did, you know, stadium shows in London and, you know, whatever. And they called them all in and they were like all in in London or all mm -hmm. in in Australia or whatever it may be. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I think it's going to be good. I did see the, the rumors are already circulating. Drew's contracts up around that time. <laughs> Just saying. Drew McIntyre. Just saying. Ooh. Just saying. Um, we had Blackpool Combat Club. And trios action, they Beat decimated. Yeah, they they had a squash match, but it's really what happened afterwards, where Danielson got on the mic. He was not in the match, but he got on the mic, and he says that he loves those men and he loves professional wrestling, and that they embody what it means to be professional wrestlers. And that whole locker room is filled with amateurs, and nobody can step up to them. And then Hangman Page comes out, and he's by himself, and all four of those dudes are in the ring, and Hangman's like, I don't give a shit. Where was the right. Dark Order? Where was the Elite? I don't know. But Hangman comes out. He's walking with a purpose. He gets right in the ring, and he goes right after the BCC. They all, the numbers game, obviously they beat him down. And Brian Danielson says no one's here to save him because he has no friends and nobody loves him. And then he took a friggin' screwdriver. screwdriver. And oh. friggin' dug it into Hangman's face, which was gross. This that is what gross. I wanted Cody to do on Monday. Not the whole screwdriver stuff, but like just start swinging on. Yeah, just come out and go, I am no, I'm going to get my ass kicked. Like, but fuck in you that guys. moment, like, hangman, yeah, you're an idiot, but at least we know you're passionate and you don't give a fuck. And that makes us behind you even more saying, I want a tag match. Didn't do it. Yeah, 100%. Anyway. But yeah, no, this we, Danielson is, oh, oh I love man, it. I, I love, love it. it. And we're getting, you know, we're getting the elite versus them. Probably blood and guts. Yeah. It's going to rule. Like, let's go. Uh, but I'm loving what I'm loving that I'm love because when the elite does come out and save Hangman, it's going to be, you know, we got to go. It's going to be good. Well, where uh, was John we, Silver? Where was Alex Reynolds, man? I know nobody came out to help. Nobody, Bullshit. not even no, like literally, even no like one. Any AEW officials? They were just nothing. Like, they were just like, no, leave him out there. Yeah. Leave him out there. We then had the main event of the evening. It was. For the AEW World Tag Ugh. Team Championship versus AEW Careers. Uh, and it was the Guns, the champion, Austin and Colton Guns, defending against FTR. First and foremost, the Guns entrance with 50 Cent Many Men was awesome. Were you sitting awesome. there like I was going, are these, are these guys cool now? I heard the beginning of that song and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I was like, like, is this 50 Cent? And then it went off and I was like, 
I kind of like this. This is a good entrance. Like that's it badass. Was such, it was so simple, and it was just they, they did the rotating thing around yeah. them. I was and like, damn, dude. Austin, Austin I think I, I even tweeted it. out because I watched it this morning. I finished it this morning. I was like, I'm just getting around to finishing this, but this entrance is awesome. I hope that's their entrance forever. Like, I hope that's their thing now. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Uh, this match was very good. The Listen, the say what you want was to. Fantastic. Yes. And say what you want to about the guns. Like, are they the best tag team? No, but they're, they're good. They're fine. They're good. Yeah. They're good. This match was great. The whole time they're trying to get disqualified. Yeah, they're the trying ref, to get disqualified. They're trying to do all those the things. Which not I, letting it happen. Because like the stipulation Kat. was, the stipulation was, if they didn't win the titles, the Korea was over, right? So they could have yeah. won that match and they'd still, yeah, right? So that, That's yeah, why they were trying yeah, to get DQ'd yeah, and counted yeah. out and all this stuff. They keep the very titles well done. Gone. I love the ref kind of using his judgment and saying like, I know what you're trying to do, so I'm not doing it because you're trying to do it. And then I loved at the end, Cash was like, when it looked like the ref was going to do it, Cash was like, no, do not, like, let, it, let us keep going. Grab his arm and Yeah, like, him. let us keep going. Let us keep going. Because I'm on pins and needles the whole match going, okay, this is, like, okay, we're, so I'm checking the time because AEW doesn't do run over like NXT does. Very rarely, Raw, yes. Very yeah. rarely. So I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And every near fall, I'm thinking, oh, God, they're going to pull, the guns are going to do this. And we're going to lose, we're not going to have FTR anymore. And the week that we had in wrestling, I'm like, I don't want FTR to go back to that place. Stay here with us. We love you mm. here. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, then they finally, they count that one, two, three, and then you hear, and new from Justin Roberts. And I was like, fuck yeah. What a way to end a crazy mm-hmm. week of professional wrestling with FTR as your new champs, which I think is going to be amazing. Because like we had talked with, Grainmaker Pod when he was on. I think there's still so many matches that we oh, want yeah. to see FTR have that they haven't yep. had yet in AEW. So this is exciting. Yeah, it sure is. And that was the end of Dynamite. Mark Briscoe came out and celebrated with FTR in the ring, which was nice to see at the end. And FTR once again, the AEW Tag Team Champions. And do two times. That, that's two-time. it. That's it. That All right, Pluggo. Right, we man. went over two hours tonight. There was a lot to talk about. It was mainly WWE, but there was just so much WrestleMania we week and, in general. And, and, and admittedly, we probably could have gone another hour with all the other stuff. That oh, my God. Yeah, week. we didn't talk about any of the collective stuff. And, we didn't yeah. talk about Supercard of Honor. We didn't but really Vince, dive into, like, like more into the Vince stuff. Like, there's this could have been a three-hour show easily. But um, I will say, the only thing for Supercard of Honor I will mention on this program right now is uh, shout out to Dante Martin. Hopefully he gets better. That was nasty. His ankle. Oh my god, yeah. That was very Poor bad. Guy. That was very bad. Um, um, before yeah. I t- hand it over to Plugo to start plugging our stuff, obviously, we want to thank RK oh, Athletics. Athletics. Yeah. Yes. We want to thank them. There you can find them on social medias at RK Athletics 1, even though uh, that he decided not to blow up our stream tonight. Rich King is not only is he one half of the LPW tag team champions, he is a great personal trainer, whether it's meal planning, whether you need virtual help, whether you need to personal trainer in the flesh. If you are in the Edmonton area, rich King and the team at RK athletics is the team to check out. Give them a call. They are the best at what they do. They've been here with Love Wrestling since about day one. You can follow them one more time over at RK Athletics One on all social, social media. You also I feel, want to like, I feel like you're saying that like you know they're coming. So are you the mole? I know. I feel you saying two hours and no rads. 
yet. yet. What are well, you trying to say? They're, we'll see. I told they. they no, I I expected it. I expected it to be quiet this week because they took a fat L. They took a fat L last weekend at LPW, so I didn't expect them to come in here smiling and trying to talk shit and do all that stuff because they were so confident. They were so confident that they were going to go in there and beat seven. And I actually thought they were going to win. I actually did. I picked them. <laughs> See? And guess what? They did. She, she admitted it. Yeah. There you go. Yes, I heard your stream. You do? Oh, no. All right. Let's, let's but as you can see on the ticker, as you can see on the ticker below me, if Man, you go to manscaped.com, and you put in that promo code love wrestling, you will get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. And that free shipping goes where? Worldwide. Worldwide. So go over to manscaped.com, put in that promo code love wrestling. Tell them we sent you. Tell them you're loving our partnership with them and let them and know. They take care of everything, not just your balls. They take care everything. of your body. I use their deodorant daily. It's wonderful. I've got their shampoo. Everything. My, it's beautiful. Makes me smell good. The partners, your partner will thank you. I promise. Yep. Plugo. And before we can plug, see, before, real oh. quick, before we plug our shit, real quick, brother, it's almost because, two hours. And 15 I know, minutes. I know, I'm gonna make it quick. But by this time next week, Mrs. Plugo and I will have celebrated our six year wedding anniversary. Oh, so I got a shout out. Saturday is our anniversary. We'll be married six years. She's my best friend. I couldn't do this without her. I love you, babe. Thank you for putting up with me and putting up with this. This show, all this craziness. So much love to Mrs. Plugo. You're the best. Saturday should be fun. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully she's, you know, I don't piss her off between yeah, now and don't Saturday. Don't do anything stupid on Saturday. <laughs> you know me, I might. Don't I do might. anything but stupid anyway, on Saturday. Much love. You to can Mrs. see Plugo. on the ticker below, this is where you can follow. Yep. You awesome. can follow Twitter, us. Plugo's going to do everything gonna right do now. I'm going to do it real quick. So you can follow me at Plugo underscore on the Twitter. You can follow me at Plugo on all the other social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. It's at Plugo. You see his face with this hat. You know it's me. You can follow the show page at B2Beards. We just hit our next milestone of 800 followers. We're moving on up. Maybe we can get to 1,000 followers before Roman gets to 1,000 days. That's our next goal. So see us on there. You can stay up to date on what we're doing on the show page. I just did an interview with Josh from uh, HW Sports. Check that out on his page. JPJ does – you do your thing, JPJ. You tell him what you're doing because you do a shit ton of stuff without <laughs> Yeah, I'm over at JPJ Loves Gaming. I stream probably like four times a week or so playing a bunch of different games over there. So if you like to just hang out, kind of shoot the shit about everything, wrestling, life, other sports, anything you want, we just kind of shoot the shit and play some games over there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. But if you type in JPJ Loves Gaming, you'll find me kind of everywhere you need to go. <laughs> Ophelia, uh, you don't have dumb questions. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's putting me over saying I am the best. Thank you. I am. He um, is the best. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Um, I but mean, yeah, you no, can follow I'm me. I'm not the best, so you've got to be the best. Yeah, that's you can follow me there. Uh, I do some work with Fightful sometimes. I'm, I'm on their watch alongs a lot on Fightful Overbooked. Um, Firmly AEW will be making a triumphant return next week, so stay tuned on the socials for that. But yeah, you can find me in those places, and you can find me here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Almost, we're at 97. We're three episodes away from 100. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, well, now we're at two episodes away because this is 97. Well, technically three, though, because you have 98, 99, and then... So it's three Math. episodes from now. Okay. Math. Don't ever question me again. Don't ever question me again. Uh, but you know the drill. 
Thank you all for being here. This was a long one tonight, but there was a lot to discuss. We'll be back next week doing the damn thing again. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a guest. Who knows? Pay attention to our socials. Follow us everywhere. But for Pluggo, for myself, for everybody in the chat, appreciate you all. Until next time, you know the drill. Get yourself help and you're